Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the penny bloom podcast this is yet another top 100 it is top 100 star wars characters second edition we did this about a year ago uh but since then many a thing has been released many a thing has been read many a thing has been watched it felt appropriate to go ahead and revisit uh, I am Colton Robertson. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. So, mm-hmm. last last year, 2022, we capped our top 100 Star Wars characters. We recorded it a few months before we put it out. So, the conclusion to everyone else was April 11th, 2022 is when we last finished. But I think we recorded around February of 2022 so it has been over a year since we last did this a lot has changed since then obi-wan kenobi has released since then andor has released that's a big one that's a big shakeup. that is a big one uh mandalorian season three the bad batch season two and i on a personal note have read a lot more star wars comics and have gotten mm-hmm. into the high republic which is going to take up a good fifth of my top 100 which can say for sure was not the case last year Um, and i can say on a personal note that my sequel love and attitude towards them has changed quite a lot i was on a sort of the cusp of coming over the hate of the sequels that i had before and and everything i still haven't given them the proper rewatch they deserve but my my attitude is a, a lot better towards them and and it reflects um, in my – Ray, I don't think – let's see. Uh, for reference, Ray was 65 on my list before, and that's just kind of criminal. Um, that's just kind so, of criminal. Uh, I love yeah. that description of it. No, yeah, and, you know, uh, got a lot of changes in mind. I do have the last year's doc alongside mm-hmm. this one, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because I think only – 67 of the characters are the same Mm. and only one of them is in the same spot yeah i don't know i think yeah i might have like two in the same spot but i kind of basically redid my whole thing almost completely from scratch yeah, some of them are one or two off. Some of them have mm-hmm. were top ten and have dropped out. Some of them mm-hmm. were top fifty, or some of them oh, were yeah. top twenty five and have dropped into the bottom fifty. You know, like that's that's how much some things have changed. So if you did listen to the last one, I just wanted to make it clear that this would be worth your time once again. We're not just going over the same mm-hmm. shit. It's not the same episodes. It's not going to be the same discussion. Uh, there's more discussion to be had. And if this is your first time joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. 
you're here because you love Star Wars and we love Star Wars as well. So with that, we're going to do this in a few parts. We're not we're not going to do it exactly like we did last year. Um, last year, we did four parts, 100 through 76, 75 through 51, 50 through 26, and then the top 25. Now, that's nice and symmetrical, nice and sexy like that. But uh, the top 25 took three hours and 40 minutes. So we are going to go ahead and split things up towards the end. This first part will probably be the same. 100 through 76. Uh, but beyond that, we can't guarantee you exactly how long these episodes will go. Um, but this one, shoo-in. The first 25. The bottom 25 of the top 100 are coming up here. We start at 100, work up to 76. What do you say we begin? Well, let's do it. Yeah, I started fun for the first five. You know, for first five, I just was like, I want fun people. You had a you good know, time. Star Wars, you can, you know, at the end of the day, you can have a character that, that really means a lot or that holds a lot of story value, but sometimes it's more fun just to, it allows for mm. characters that you can't have anywhere else, I don't know, or 100%. maybe an actor to come in and, and do a role that you would never expect them to do. There you go. So what do you start with? What's 100 then for you? It is Captain Bombardier, and that is Jack Black's character that just was recently played. In the Mandalorian season three, episode six, was it yes, six? six. Um, and and I, you know, a, a lot of people are hating on this episode and hating on these characters, but like, dude, they fucking rocked. Come on, it was fun. When how else are we gonna get Jack Black in Star Wars? You know what I mean? Like, it mm. was just so much fun, and he just it. That's what Star Wars can allow for. It's a galaxy with so many different planets that we have not visited at all. Plazier 15 was just, there it is, and it was just super fun to visit. And we got an actor that I would have never thought to be in Star Wars in Star Wars. And Dude, I'd rather well, look I at remember it. he is not on my list. He's, mm. He did not make my list, and it's simply because there's just such a, mm. such yeah. a vast plethora of characters I love. When I was watching The Mandalorians, because that was one that I just, I happened to be up at 2 a.m., I went ahead and put it on, watched it. The scene with him starts, like, he's, far away from the camera it's mm -hmm. really far panned back i had the volume turned down so i wouldn't wake up emily all i saw was this big ass beard and i went is that jack black mm -hmm. and then like it got up close and i was like it is jack black and then i was so distracted <laughs> yeah. that i was like wait a fucking minute is that lizzo and <laughs> i think i think it happened to everybody i think exactly that because i mean i guess i don't know it might be a spoiler, but oh, I ahead. mean, my ninety nine is the Duchess, um, as she is known, or or Lizzo, just them together, um, mm. because I mean, it was it, it made the episode just so fun, and it was just one mind blow after the next. Yeah, it was just like Jack Black. Wait, what the fuck? And you're like, wait a minute, that's not just anyone sit, standing next to him. That's that's Lizzo. Like, wait, what's going on? Cut and to the I'm, next scene. Doc Brown. What the fuck? Yeah. So I mean, it was going going nuts. But I don't know. Instead of like hating on that, it's not Star Wars or that it does it. It takes, takes you, you out. out. Yeah, it'll take you out. But it's fun for a little bit. Sure, it does take you out. Yes, it did. It did. It take takes me out you out for that first. It, it took me out for the first second where I went, "Is that Jack Black and Lizzo?" Yeah. And then they that episode felt like Clone Wars in the best possible way, yeah. as far as just a random outlandish character showing up fucking with the characters that we love and being and that being it i loved it 
Lizzo just feeding Grogu little snacks the whole time, just holding him. It was just so, you know, like, may I hold by. the baby, please? You know, may, may I hold the baby? And he's, ah, he doesn't take kind of strangers. And then, boom, you know, jumps jumps right through. So, I don't know. It was just, it was super cute. Like, I was taken away at first, but then, like, I kind of was just okay with it. Like, after well, and the fact bit. that both of them have been Star Wars fans for a super long time, like, in their lives, both Lizzo and Jack Black, getting to join the universe, like, I love that shit. I mean, like, I don't know. Was anybody like, wait, a f- I, 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 this is not the exact same thing. Jack Black and Lizzo are a bit more famous than Carl Weathers ever was. But I remember like, I remember watching the first couple episodes of the Mandalorian and being like, is that fucking Carl Weathers? You know, like, is that Apollo Creed? <laughs> like that, that's, the, that's the sort of shit that you were yeah. getting into with that show, man. Like, it's just, uh, they, they, Bill Burr. Remember when Bill Burr showed up for the first time and you're like, is that, is that fucking Bill Burr? You know, like what? I do remember Bill Burr, and he he will be returning this episode actually. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, beautiful. But yeah. I will go ahead and give my one hundred and ninety nine since you did the same. Mm-hmm. At one hundred, I start the list off pretty fun with Black Chrysanthemum, the the Wookie from the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, last what? year he was at fifty one, so he's dropped down the list yeah. pretty pretty substantially. Um, but that's not an indictment of that character in and of himself. It's just the amount of characters I've grown to love over the last year. I love me some Black Chrysanthemum, and uh, I loved him in the Book of Boba Fett. I specifically love him in the comics. Uh, he's in Dr. Afra comic books, and as like kind of a, not a right-hand man, but he's always kind of like a, he's always kind of around, and I, I really enjoy that character. I love the character design. Wookiees are fucking awesome, so you know I love it. Um, and Black Chrysanthemum, that dude's a badass. That man was yeah, hard as fuck. Yeah, he was he was my fifty two last time. Uh, sadly, not making the list this time. But he was there like, he was one of the ones that was in the run. Like, I allowed for five kind of fun picks at the beginning, just because I I thought I think it's fun for Star Wars to remain fun and like to have that childish, you know, child. It's for the kids and it's for fun <laughs> anyway. So like, I allowed those five. But if I if I extended he like in the overflow, like he's. He was right there, like on the, I don't know, I had a lot of Book of Boba characters that just were very, very close and right, right there, but I'm glad. No, yeah, and, and, and not, notably, you know, he was 51 for me last year, 52 for you last year. We recorded in February of 2022. It was fresh That's off. fresh off of Book yeah, of Boba no, Fett. We uh, but I wouldn't say I like him any more or any less than I did a year ago. I still love that dude. He's fucking awesome. There's just so many characters we've been introduced to that I'm like, wait a fucking second. There's so much good stuff going on in Star Wars right now. Uh, but at my 99, that is where I head to one of those characters that I've been introduced to in the last year. This is first book character. No, no on-screen portrayal for this guy. Uh, this is Ram Jamaram. Uh, That's a badass name. He is a Padawan learner in in a book called Midnight Horizon. Uh, and he was he's a ray of positivity. Like he's this character. He's the kid who invented the word wizard. In like Star Wars using canon? yeah, using the word wizard That's that wizard? way. Yeah, he he invented that. He started calling stuff wizard, and then it caught on. Uh, wizard. Uh, absolutely crazy. love that guy. Absolutely love the kid. Um, wow. 
there are other characters in that book who are like, you know, real stoic and like, die, you know, what, what are we going to do? And then like Ram Jama Ram pops up and it's like, well, I know, I know. he's a little bit of a nerd. He's really into tech and all this stuff. And he's a Jedi and he's real positive. He's a real kid. And uh, they're always like, God damn, I love this kid. You know, like this kid's the shit. And that's kind of how they talk about him. I, I love the guy. Uh, he's, he's a cute kid. I had to go with Ram Jama Ram. And what, like, what era, like, how old is he? Like, what era? This is the High Republic. He is a oh, Padawan okay. in the High Republic. Um, and a book called Midnight Horizon. Um, wow. Wizard. The wizard, wizard. Like, what do you call it? Like, the trend starter? I, I don't know. What young, do you call the young it? trendsetter. Yeah, trends. Wow, that's kind of nuts. Because I was just watching The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones today. And Annie's little friend, you know. That's wizard, Annie. You know, when he's coming <laughs> to his pot or whatever. Um, I don't know. And then you got Din saying it. Uh Later on, I'm pretty sure Din says it. Wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever he sees like Pelly in the shop or something like that. Wizard. But uh, yeah. Wow. So the young trendsetter. Love the kid. Ram, Love the Jama kid. Ram. All right. Yep. So that's my 199. What's your 98? 98. It is uh, another fun one and very short, very brief. Uh, but I guess that's kind of what the last two were. But this is where Dexter Jetster um, Fuck is for me yes. um, in the Clone Wars. And, you know, honestly, dude has kind of a, a pretty big impact when it comes to the Star Wars story here. If Obi-Wan doesn't get tipped off that this is, you know, Jango Fett's, you know, poison dart and he doesn't go to Kamino... Oh, that's a Camino saber dart. Yeah, like if he doesn't go to Camino to inspect that, he doesn't find out about the clone arm. I mean, I guess, you know, he gets captured and then Count Dooku just tells him flat out everything. But um I don't know, Dexter Jester puts him puts him on the right path and I don't know, just another fun guy that, you know, you walk you walk in his Oh Obi-Wan! Just, the dude's voice is just hilarious. Obi-Wan! Um, and he's literally, like, pulling up his pants, you know? He's just so greasy everywhere, he's, like, pulling up his pants. Like, I don't know, it's just... Dude's the shit. No, I actually, I love me some Dexter Jetster. He recently, uh, was introduced in the High Republic Adventures comic. He, uh, him and Maz Kanata have kind of a, uh, like a flirty thing, which is cute. Yeah, yeah it's kind of outstanding. Uh, wow. There's that's also awesome. there's also a book called Padawan that is about Obi Wan Kenobi, and it tells the story of how it doesn't tell the story; it's just part of the story that Dex and Obi Wan meet for the first time. Uh, so like it's just it's just cool how yeah. Dex is being explored more in the ancillary <laughs> material recently, which I really really love. Um, sadly, Dex did not make my top 100 this time around. He did make it last last year at 95. That's what uh, I thought. I thought that he actually made yours, and I was, I mean, I, I was just watching Attack of the Clones, and then I'm looking, you know, this bottom five characters, and I'm like, I need just five, just fun, just Dexter kind of Jetster, man. And, and yeah, I don't know, Dexter was right. It was like perfect timing whenever Obi-Wan just walked in the diner. And, oh, Obi-Wan. Yeah, like, oh, it was just, um, Dude, love love me some Dexter Jetster. You're making me regret some of my decisions a little bit because I love that guy. But uh, you know, it's there's love there's love to be spread around. There's love everywhere. So uh, that's a good 98. At my 98, I'm going again a little bit more recent 
an addition within the Mandalorian. Uh, and I'm going Jedi Master Kelleran Beck, played by Ahmed Best. Wow. Um, oh, like, you know, all we know about this character and the, uh, you that's know, true. the is that he saved Grogu. And that's enough, you know, that's enough to propel you to top 100 for me. Um, that's fucking awesome. I love Ahmed Best. I love that he created this character to kind of, you know, help kids with their to tr- to help teach kids and do this children's show for Star Wars online. Like, it's so fucking cool. Like, uh, it's just a really, really awesome character. And I love Kel- I love um, Ahmed Best. So I had to give Keller and Beck some love. And uh, if you save Grogu and be a total badass while doing it, hard to say that you're not going to be my yeah. you're not going to be here. And who knows? I mean, we might even have more of Keller and Beck in store for us. We've only gotten his introduction, you know, there you go. into into live action. So, who knows? Maybe we get some more flashbacks, and and he goes off even more. You know, he delivers Grogu right to Quinlan Voss, you know, and hands him off, and he starts the path, um, mm. something like that. I don't know. I feel like there's still a lot more to be answered with Grogu's story there. I tend to think so as well. I think uh, I do think we have more in store with him. But uh, yeah, I got I got him coming up. Um, but I had him a little higher up actually. I just paired him with someone else. Um, I see. And it just kind of happened, you know. I, maybe himself, his character, but it, the pair works really well. The together. pair. But uh, but yeah, okay. Keller and Beck, that's nice. We'll get to him later though. Uh, so, bit bit. Um, but on my ninety-seven, um. I guess he's he's kind of a couple things, um, but mainly it is uh, the Clone Wars narrator. I just wanted to give him his flowers here, Tom Kane. Um, he plays a couple different characters throughout. Admiral um, Yolaren. But man, you know that that's it, it, enough. People don't give him credit for that show. Like it's the opening. He, he gives you what you need to know right off the bat of the episode. It, and like it's just that, and it's such a narrator. Deep space. Yeah, that voice, man. Like it is, it's unforgettable. You hear it, and you're like, "That's that's that's fucking the narr- the Clone Wars narrator," you know? Like that's that's the dude right there. So maybe you know, not a not a funny, I guess, character, kind of like nah. Jack Black. But, well, and also but, we see him in Andor. No way. Yalaren, he's the dude with the mustache who is an ISB agent now. He's not played by Tom Kane in that show, but oh. it's the same character. Oh, okay. You had me. I, I was like, "Hold on, did I hear Tom Kane's voice in Andor?" No, or not you would it? have recognized that okay. immediately. I was like, "Wait uh, a minute, there's no, no way I'm, the, I'm saying this." And then I, okay. just the same character, not the same actor. Uh, okay, Admiral Yolaren. Yeah, yeah, but uh, man, I just that I don't know. I just I allowed for the just kind of five off the wall. Everyone else is a, a very established, you know. That's character, fun. Character, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, and in contrast, um, this is my first major character in the in the movies coming up here at ninety seven. Um, not because, not because I don't appreciate the contributions they've made to the story. Of course, I do, but uh, you know, hard to enjoy the biggest fascist wizard that the galaxy has ever seen uh 97 is where i have emperor palpatine um (laughs) 
Like, it is literally flipped. Three from the bottom. I mean, it's, I, I guess, you know, but like, I yeah. mean, it's not spoiler. I, I love the character to death, but that's just hilarious that it like is exactly flipped. Yeah, um, no. And this one, this one dropped down my list like crazy. I had him at 45 last year. And even last year you went, what? That's way too low. And then this time around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell you how I really feel. Cause even last year, I think I put him up there because I was like, I can't put him that low. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, Ian McDiarmid is fucking fantastic as Palpatine, and the character itself is so fucking cool. Uh, diabolical, maniacal, uh, pretty much everything you'd ever want in a villain, you know. Uh, but because of that, I don't like him very much. I don't like the guy, and you know that's uh And when it comes to favorites, I I do kind of base off base it off of like my preference towards uh just the way they present themselves you know like i've never thought there are certain villains that rise up the list because i think they're cool i don't think palpatine's cool you know like uh palpatine's not that cool of a guy there's there's very few redeeming things about palpatine where i can even be like oh yeah this dude's dope uh no yeah that dude fucking sucks he's good he's good at fucking sucking you know uh yeah I see. No, I see. And it, it's fair. I think where you like I I totally agree if some if there's a character that has good morals and they're also just a good character in the show, that elevates them way higher than mm. if their morals suck and if their performance is really good. I would yeah. rather the character be good. Mm-hmm. But I can also recognize I can recognize we're in a fictitious world, no, yeah. and I know in my mind I'm not fascist. And yeah, exactly. I hate it completely with every fiber in my being. And yeah, there, I he is very high on my list, but very low on the on the morality. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, on no, yeah, level. I'm not, and I don't want to make it seem like if if you have him high on your list that I mean that you might also be a fascist wizard. No. Uh, you, uh, but it is a fair point that he is a fascist wizard. Like, that, that is a fair, like, people, some people don't really, I don't know. There are some people that, that don't really see that no. sometimes. So, yeah, no, is, I, and, and that's the thing is that, like, and that's why I will never, I, I completely anticipate to be kind of like, what? Mm. Huh? Are you kidding when I give this as a, as a ranking? Because, like, yeah, it is kind of absurd. He's been in the he's been in the franchise since 1983. He's been in every single trilogy. They brought he's a him giant back fucking, for the sequels. Yep, they, yep, you know, giant they... fucking character. Loved <laughs> loved the character. I I I love the way they use the character in every single movie. I just don't love the character himself. You know what I'm saying? Like uh I like the way he's written, I like the way he's performed. I like I like a lot of things about him, but the guy himself, you know, I'm 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 good. I'm good off him. Especially since I just wanted to I just like shining a light on the the brighter, the brighter things. Hey, yeah, uh, fair enough. I mean, that I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, a, I've been getting into a little more just yin yang. So even mm. the, all the good, it's got to be balanced by some, you know. If, yeah, if someone you gotta have, is you gotta that have a little, good, if someone is that good, there has to yeah, somewhere out there, there is someone else else that is that bad. Great um, dark, great light, and uh, so I, I, I see, and I can, I, I don't know, I. Darkness I guess, rises. Yeah, a lot and of my list to meet it. is like uh, 
it felt like there's a dark path and then it'll get like, ah, okay, they're getting a little better. And then it's like, ah, oh, really good people. I don't know. I'll have a lot of stretches where it's like bad, good, light. And then I don't know. But, uh, and I know this is kind of cheating. I just went ahead and put Snoke here too. Like, it's oh, Palpatine slash Snoke. Yeah, like okay. a little bit. I did separate them actually. And, and um, that's, that's the thing is that like more so than anything, I forgot to put Snoke on my list originally. And then I didn't want to eliminate anyone for it. So I was like, I'll just throw them side by side. I do. Uh, and you know what? We can talk more about that whenever you get to Snoke, simply because I have a pretty new, fresh take on Snoke after watching the sequel trilogy again. So uh, I'll, I'll save it. But yeah, I just kind of lumped him in here with Palpatine. It's not exactly fair, but. Yeah, I just couldn't put Snoke at three. I get like if I was treating him as a different character, there's I no get, way I could okay, put him up, that you know, makes that sense. High. And then I'm like, well, he actually, I don't know, he, I I do kind of treat him as a different character because Pal kind of played him as a different character. On that makes sense. I like that. I like that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, okay. I guess. Yeah, I guess since I have him low, I'm comfortable lumping him in at the same spot. But if I did have him at three, I'd be like, well, I need to, I need to make a change here. I can't, uh, <laughs> and that's fair. You know, you wouldn't consider Django Fett and. Boba Fett the same character so like mm. absolutely yeah. fair well is it 96 now I believe you're at your 96 yes and this uh my last of kind of just the fun people but this is more of a more of a serious fun likable characters where I have ah. Hondo Onaka Hondo um, yeah it's it, you know we, we don't agree with everything that Hondo does all the time uh yeah. not necessarily but but man, shit, though. we want to see him on screen, though. You know, like, give me more Hondo. I want to see live-action Hondo so bad. Um, I think we're about there. I think it's almost time. I hope, I don't know. I hope we just, I just need some more Hondo. I've kept hoping, um, though. You know, I've kept going like, ah, maybe the Book of Boba Fett. You ah, maybe this, maybe that. Let's see. Where would he be in, yeah, in Mando time? Is he, he'd be... He'd be a pretty old guy, but old. Uh, maybe he's a changed man at that point. Um, you know, well, he's, he's already like that's why I think Ahsoka is not that far fetched because you remember in Rebels how he was down with Ezra. He came to ride for Ezra in that last little arc. Um, True. Yeah, I could I could absolutely see him popping up in Rebels or not Rebels Ahsoka, and uh, I would love it. I would love it, but uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not out here anticipating it. I would just really yeah, no. enjoy it. No, but yeah, that's that's why he's kind of down here at 96. You know, he's he's an enjoyable guy that you love to see on screen. And if I get any more Hondo, I'm cool. You know, I, I love to see more Hondo. But if not, mm. I've, I've loved everything we've gotten so far. I do believe I had Hondo on my list last year. Yeah, I had him at 64 last year. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, not on my list this year, even though he is just one of those characters that's absolutely fucking lovable like every time he shows up in the clone wars i'm a sucker for it you know we're we're about to start the ahsoka cast or the ahsoka cast i should say um here within the next few weeks and that youngling arc the way he comes into the fold and they have to ally with him and his pirate crew to fight maul and savage and stuff like that's so fucking cool i love that so like uh I, lo I love me some Hondo Onaka. He's the shit. Yeah, but uh, at my 96, I did go pretty fun with it. I did indeed. This is where I have uh, Peli Moto. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, I got I got her coming up in a little bit. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but she's love me, love me some Pelimoto, man. Yeah. She's the shit. Uh love me some Amy Sedera. She plays that character fantastically. And uh I mean, if you've watched The Mandalorian and you don't like you don't like Pelly, I don't know, man. The Star Wars shit might just not be for you. You know? This I think she fits perfectly into the universe. I think she makes a lot of sense on Tatooine. Like it's just I, I don't know. Just everything about her makes sense. And I like, that's just not a, sometimes there are things like that don't make sense. And she's just not one of them. You know, she's like, she's like, yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly sense. what that person would be like. She fits in so well. I want just Pelly shorts, <clears throat> Pelly shorts or some, I don't know, just checking in with Pelly every now and then, you know, she's, she got something going on with the Jawas. I don't know what exactly, but. She she's fucking the Jawa. Well. I think yeah, she's fuck. She's fucking the Jawas. At least you know she did date a Jawa once. Mm-hmm. This is that's true. She speaks it. Um. And, yeah. And and okay. Y'all were. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm too quick to jump the gun on the R five whole thing here, but I don't know. I something's going on with R five and Pelly. Is probably in on it. I don't know, or maybe she's completely oblivious, and R five is just on his own, or with I don't know someone in this. I don't know who R five answers to. You know, I guess, or is he answering to anybody, or is he just going around? You know, uh, he was just oh well. Luckily, I had one of uh, ah R five. That accounts for one of the droids I wouldn't have thought of on your list. Yes, uh, yes. There we go. Of course, he has to be on there. No, yeah, like I'm curious because I know you have the six droids I have, but oh, I, like I'm trying to account for what some of the other four are, and that's that's the first. So I'm like, all right, basically every big dro- every big droid, um, I have. Uh, if it's in a movie, probably yeah, I, I probably got I have all the essentials. Yeah, like that's that's the thing is that like I have I have the six absolute most essential droids for my money. So I'm like trying to figure out what the other four are. R5, IG11, I'm assuming. We'll see. We'll get there. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but Pelly, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Pelly. Yeah, Pelly Sorry, was Pelly. at my 96. Yeah. Love me some Pelly. I uh, I remember her introduction in season one and just being like, holy shit. That's Because uh, at the time, I'd only known, I knew Amy Sedaris by her voice. She'd popped up in a lot of stuff. But most recently at the time when season one came out, I'd recently watched Bojack Horseman and she plays Princess Carolyn, the pink cat in that. Um yeah, that's right. That yeah, is she's right. that okay. that voice immediately. She she started talking wow. and I was like, that is Princess Carolyn. You know, like I was I was right there immediately. I fucking love her. I love how I love the frayed hair. I love that she's missing a tooth now because of the book of Boba Fett. Just uh she's the perfect crazy and I hope that we get like uh I want her in the mayor's major domo shorts. Yeah, they're a thing. Yeah, they have to be. Or they, they're a thing now too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Pally, I think she's she Polly. She she just she you know she gets around. She That's fucks right. she fucks around. She has a good time. You know, hey, she's not ashamed of it. She's got Doctor Mandible in the corner over there. The ant guy. What if like there's eventually like a Tatooine, maybe Moss Eisley kind of like small council where you know Boba <laughs> assembles kind of like you know the you know master of. You know, Pelly would be like the master of like, I don't know, I don't know what what her position would be, but just like uh, she know she knows where to get anything in the town. Yeah. You know, if if you need anything, 
that's mechanical or any part or whatever, you just go to Pelly. You know, she would be the master of coin simply because she could save Moss Eisley so much money because she would just trade things without spending any money. Oh, it's it's the crime loop. Uh, duh, the every every mob, buy, you know they they you know they got their trucking business or the the club, you know whatever. But like this is this is their scam. It's they mm-hmm. steal the parts and they give them to the you know the job was taken, but they give they buy them right back from them and paint them and say it's a repair and blah blah. There boom. you go. Um, yeah, who knows? Pelly could be becoming a pretty major character here in Star Wars, actually. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. She need. Shorts would be hilarious. Like I don't think we'll ever get it. You know. No, I don't either. But I, lo- I love the idea. Yeah. She's the character. If there is any character live action in Star Wars right now who it's like, oh yeah, they deserve shorts. It's Pelimoto. Like I can't think of anyone who it's like a character more tailor made for that form of like comedy, like little yeah. little sketches basically. Like I I think it'd be a great idea. But uh, I love me some Pelimoto, so I had I had to get her in here and one spot above Emperor Palpatine Pelimoto. So that's amazing. Wow. Well, uh, sticking with kind of the darker vein here, uh, my ninety five is Asajj Ventress. Um, and I think she was actually pretty high up on, yeah, she was 33 on my list last time. Um, I don't know if I was coming off like a Clone Wars rewatch or something, or I I don't know necessarily, but, um. No, but you know, you, you got the, her being Dooku's apprentice and stuff. She's she's an appealing character. I remember, I remember talking about the, the connection to Dooku and how Mm. that's just everything. But like, um, I don't know, she is just a very badass character and the voice as well like the whole time like everything about her her whole kit just her character design her origin bolt sabers her fighting style trained by duke like i don't know it's super dope have a lot going for her. Yeah, i just and- i just started the clone wars rewatch last night and that first episode where she's yeah. you know t- like it's cool because the evolution that character sees over the course of the clone wars is really awesome because she's a cocky uh, dark side user who isn't as good as she thinks she is, especially in the eyes of Yoda in the first episode, who's like, Hey man, you're good and all that, but like, calm the fuck down. Okay. Like I got your ass you talking to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I love, I love me some massage. She was on my list last year at 56, but she dropped off the list this year. Shamefully enough. Cause Asajj Ventress is super cool. Uh, just a super cool character. Um, but I tell you what, I need to read Dark Disciple, uh, and the book Dooku Jedi Lost is really cool because it's her going through a bunch of Dooku's old, like, hollow notes, and that's how the stories are told of Dooku's past is because she's learning about Dooku's past. Cool. Yeah, that it's really cool. it's really dope. It's a really cool book. But uh, lo- love Asajj Ventress. That's a good choice. It's a good choice. But... Uh, 95 sticking with uh sticking with the book talk heading back to the high republic here with a character named affy hollow she is the uh captain of my my uh, what might be my second favorite ship crew in all of star wars Whoa. behind the ghost crew the ghost say, I mean, it it's gotta to be the be. ghost ghost is top one uh but the crew of the vessel it's called the vessel Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the captain of this crew. Uh, that entire crew is on my list, 
Afi just happens to be at the bottom of it. She is super cool. She's a young, she's a young chick who's like a, uh, she's the daughter, the adoptive daughter of the leader of the Bind Guild. The Bind Guild is a, uh, a, a, sh- a, a shipping company, basically. They carry goods across the galaxy. They have a fleet of ships and they, they, they operate tr- transportation. Essentially, the, the owner of this guild is Scover Bind. This is Affy's adoptive mother. Um, Affy eventually discovers that Scover is doing some not so friendly shit. Uh, she's she's hired indentured servants who risk their lives for a chance to knock years off their indentured servitude sentence. Uh, and she yeah. reports her. She ends up having to turn her mother in for this, and that's kind of the. Wow. kind of the struggle this character faces and it's really cool you know that's in the she's in the book into the dark and fallen star and the high republic and I, I, just a super strong-willed character super cool um i love her relationship to leox giassi because uh he uh he's like so protective of her it's not like far 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 from romantic uh and i'll get to that later when i get to leox giassi but uh like they just have such a, a strong friendship and whenever there's like they just look out for each other so hard. You know, there's a tweet the other day that was like uh we all love the trope of uh touch her and I'll kill you, but what's uh what's your favorite touch me and she'll kill you? Mm-hmm. Um and I kind of feel kind of feel that way about Leox Giassi and Affy oh. Hollow. It's a uh, it's a it's a fun relationship. And uh so I got Affy Hollow at 95. Man, that's not a fun origin story there. Or maybe not origin, but just story. Yeah, it's, it's semi-origin, you know, but, enough. Man, well, and man. the the real tragedy of her origin story is that her parents, her birth parents, were the indentured servants who had to risk their lives to get years knocked off their sentence, and they died. Oh, okay, yeah, that just made... That, that's the real, that's the real tragedy. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Affy Hollow, she's 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 resilient wow. of spirit, you know. Yeah, yeah. wow. That's sorry cool. for those of you who have interest in reading Into the Dark. I did just give you one of the mm-hmm. plot lines. Um, however, it is a far grander book than that. That's just part of it. Mm-hmm. So Affy Hollow's the shit. Strongly recommend Into the Dark and all of the High Republic. And I will be back around to the High Republic with my next pick. But in the meantime, right. you go on ahead. With this one, we're going to Obi-Wan realm, um, and this is Tala and her last name, Durith. I Durith, yeah. Durith, yeah. Um, and just another, I have a couple people here just kind of like badass women that just, Get I don't done. know. Like, I remember, yeah, like, this is a character, like, sadly, she came and went in the same show, you know. Yeah. Like, um, but, it, and it's kind of, whenever you have characters like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Leia and people who we know are not going to die, you know, we, we kind of initially guess like, well, it's probably likely that she's going to go. Yeah. Um, and she did, but that's, you know. Meaningfully as hell too. Like it still hurt. Like, even though we yeah. knew it was coming, it was like, oh God. Yeah. While we had like, uh, like is inspiration to Leia, you know, mm. like gave, the holster right like leia has that mm-hmm. um i think or was it hers or maybe like 
I don't know, something like that. I don't know, it was just like, but I remember Leia, like, just was looking at her. Um, it was just, just so inspired just by the, the sight of a yeah, woman very like, with a gun yeah, on her, on, you know, on, on her hip sort of thing. Um, and I don't know, I just, was just really cool in Obi-Wan, uh, now that, you know, it's out now. Um, can be on this list. Uh, I think she definitely deserved, deserved a spot. I think so too. That's a good choice. Uh, I, I was very close. She was one that I ended up having to just kind of bump, just, just slightly bump off the list because of some others that I really wanted on here. And it's a shame, but, uh, yeah, man, the whole Imperial spy turned rebel leading, like helping the path. Like what a fucking cool arc, man. She's, uh, she's the shit. And, uh, basically everything that had to do with that realm is super cool. Like Roken and all those characters with the path. Super dope. Um, love me some Tala. We'll get some crossover with her in game of Thrones here in a few weeks. Um, we will. Indeed. We will indeed. Um, uh-huh. that'll be fun. Oh man, we're getting there. That's crazy. We are. We're close. We're halfway through season three. We're close. Uh, close to season four when they finally get folded in. But, uh, yeah. Any Hoozle, it's a great choice for your 94. And my 94, I, ref- I uh, return to the High Republic, specifically a book called Out of the Shadows. This is Jordana Sparkburn. And even more so than the last uh, than the last pairing I gave you, Afi Hollow and Leox Jossi. This one is even more so the touch me and she'll kill you. Uh Jordana Sparkburn is about that action. She's a super badass. She's a marshal, not a marshal, but like she operates as something of a marshal for a planet that keeps getting hit by the, uh, the villainous force in the high Republic, the Nihil. And, uh, she's in love with a girl named, uh, Sylvester Yaro, which is really cool. She was at least. And, uh, their relationship is that sort of like, Oh, you fuck with her, you fuck with me. Mm. You know? Uh, fuck with me, you know I got it. And that one is romantic. Uh, Jordana Sparkburn, super badass character, super cool chick. Um, had to have her on here. I don't have much more to say. Only only one book, and she's, I mean, not one-dimensional, but she's got a very, very steadfast story about Sylvester, their, their partnership. Her title very... might have been the Santeca Deputy. The Santeca Deputy, that is correct. Uh, she worked for the Santeca clan, which ties into the sequel trilogy a bit, which is what's cool about the High Republic, is that the Santecas, you'll remember at the beginning of The Force Awakens, Poe Dameron sits down with a guy who's like, to me, she is royalty. That's Lore Santeca, um, a descendant of the Santecas. The map, like the guy who had the map, the little last piece of the map to Luke? that dude yeah yeah wow and part of the part of the lore there uh no pun intended about lore santeca uh is that him and luke used to roll with each other a little bit uh studying and finding force artifacts and stuff but previously in his family the santecas were uh crucial in mapping hyperspace lanes and finding hyperspace lanes, ah. which is how their family got rich, which is how he was able to afford just looking for force artifacts all the time. That's um, cool. Man. Yeah. 
That's a cool connection there. And Jordana Sparkburn, distant distant cousin of the Santecas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I think there's a saying in that book that's like, uh, not every Santeca is a Sparkburn, but every Sparkburn's a Santeca. Uh, like there's, there's something there. I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but, uh, l- love that. Uh, love me some Jordan, love me some Jordana Sparkburn. So I had her at 94. We got some powerful women kind of up, up in here right now. Um, Asajj, I had Tala, Tala, and then now I'm going, uh, my 93 is Nala Say. Um, Ooh. and I think I did have her actually last time. Um, believe i did yeah at 95 okay she made two up she bumped up two um, hey okay, i got yeah there you go uh, but i don't know i just hey. i think maybe there's even some more going on with nala say that we quite don't know yet like what what's the reason that she protected omega so much and or was you know is there a reason there you know it could be nothing or uh, maybe she's about to drop some some dirty secret to Doctor Hemlock or something. I don't know, um, but I fear for her future. Um, I do as well. Coming up here, um, I'm very afraid for her future. But nonetheless, she's uh, just a very interesting character, and and I hope I don't know. We we dig deep into that side of the story, and we get some more answers. But that'll have to remain until um, the final season of Bad Batch. Um. Uh, yeah. Kind of money on that prediction, though, huh? I mean, come on. Yeah, that's that's pretty sick, though. That it is. I've like, been seeing I've been seeing tweets today that are like, "Their story's not even close to done." Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I don't know how much longer you could stretch this thing they've got going on out. Um. But anywho, yeah. no no beef with anybody. Like, <laughs> I want the show to keep going as well because I love these characters. But if it's at the cost of the story they're telling, I absolutely don't want that. Like they're they've told the story they want to tell. They're done with it. Hell yeah. Thank you for wrapping it up and not just continuing it for the sake of yeah. continuing it. We'll have to wait a little bit still to get those answers. But I'm I am okay. I am satisfied with that show. That season was beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all Gorgeous. all in. And uh and that season's talk. coming in 2024. Like that's that's a year away. That's not yeah. it's not one we're gonna have to wait on. It'll come around the corner. Saw a tweet today from someone who like works on the show who's like who said something about how they were looking at reels for the for a middle of season three episode. Like they're wow. they're active development on that show, haven't stopped working on it. So um get that before we know it. Love me some Nala say. She unfortunately did not make my list today. Hmm. But uh, who knows? Maybe next year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never know. Never know. Never know. At 93, we once again get one of those kind of, uh, oh, that's awfully low. Uh, awfully low characters. This is where I have the one who everyone is so excited to see returning this time in live action. Grand Admiral Thrawn is here at 93. And uh, this is one where I I liked him a lot in Rebels. I've read the Heir to the Empire trilogy, and he was dope in that. Um, And I'm excited for his return in Ahsoka. What I need to do is read those new canon novels within the last several years. I think there's six books now that are about Thrawn. Mm. 
uh, nine, including Legends. Uh, so wow. a lot of catching up to do with Thrawn, and I'm sure after that I'll like him even more. Um, super dope character. So excited that Lars Mikkelsen is returning to play him in live action as he voiced him in the show in the show Rebels. Um, curious to see what that motherfucker's been up to, man. Just from Rebels alone, I haven't even read those Thrawn books yet. Um, but Thrawn, I I like Palpatine. You know, I, he's calculated and stuff, and but he is just really evil at the end of the day. You yeah. know, like it is really hard to get behind anything Palpatine does. I'm not saying Thrawn does anything great. His actions are usually always bad. Um, but he has this sick, twisted, like, he has to understand his enemy fully first. And he studies them, studies their art, and, like, he's he's so maniacal about it. And so, like, I feel like more evil than Palpatine sometimes. Like, I don't know. I, like, I... I pray, you know, or like, uh, we saw what happened when Palpatine, you know, had the just Sith powers at his disposal and what he did. But, like, imagine if that was Thrawn instead of Palpatine. I don't think, like, I don't, I, I think it goes worse, you know, right. like <laughs> much worse um, than what we got. So, I don't know. But Thrawn, I, I, I like him a whole lot. Um, so I guess we'll. Hey, he's a cool villain, man. He's a, this. This is one where it's just uh, I don't know. There's something about him that just hasn't quite clicked with me. You know, yeah. like uh, it's uh, and not 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 to say that I actively don't like him. There are a lot of great characters I love who didn't make this top 100. So like I do enjoy the character. It's just that like to a certain extent, there's something that like he's a fan favorite. People love this guy, and I'm just okay with him. Like I'm cool with him. He's dope. I think he's a cool villain. Um, but we'll, like, I think the best is yet to come with that character. I think Ahsoka and everything is going to be like, oh, this guy is fucking terrible and I love it. You know, like that sort of vibe. That's true. Yeah, I guess we haven't gotten everything. I, maybe I am jumping the gun a little too early. Because everything. Of the, the hype and the trailer and stuff and that he's coming. But What do um, I sacrifice? I guess we'll... We'll get to him a little later. But at least he's above Palpatine, though. I, I like that. I like yeah, that yeah. he's above Palpatine, though. He is indeed. Um, and it's, it is because of that little bit of respectability you threw out, you threw out there. Like uh, what I said about Palpatine earlier is that I like the way he's written. I like the way he's used in stories. I like the way he's performed. But there's nothing redeeming about the guy. There's that little bit about Thrawn that's a little bit more redeeming. You know, so like I, I, had, to, I had to put him a little bit above him based on that logic alone. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well... I'm sticking with, uh, I, I didn't realize I kind of went on a, a woman run here, um, but from <laughs> massage to here, this is where it will end. But uh, at 92, I'm going with Yaddle. Um, ah, and, nice. And Tales of the Jedi really just, I don't know, I, was Tales of the Jedi, oh, was Tales of the Jedi out when we did this last time? No, it was not. So That's that would have been, one. yeah, that would have been one that, that we saw. But I don't know, it was, you know, just, she's always just been in the background, but then Tales of the Jedi, we hear her speak. And I remember, like, watching that and being like, oh, my fucking God, wait, um, like, wait a minute, she's speaking wait plain English, and Yoda is just, I don't know, doing that because he's wait, old or wait, whatever, wait, the, wait, you man. know, who, they don't all speak like that, it's just a Yoda thing, and, like, it hit me all at once, and it was just awesome, and then I gotta sit back and then just watch Yaddle, I don't know, for a little bit, as, like, her actually do things, 
uh, it was fight. super cool yeah. to see that character gain some sort of agency and presence in the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And speaking um, of Tales of the Jedi, that character voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard, who directed the episode with Jack Black and Lizzo in The Mandalorian. Um, whoa. Okay. Along with many other, epi- a few other episodes of The Mandalorian, including oh. the best Mandalorian episode there is in the Book of Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> Damn. Return yeah. of the Mandalorian was also directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. So she's a wow. very talented yeah. woman and uh, yaddles the shit. Um, so real quick for me, rattle off the ones you've said so far. I got Jack Black, Captain Bombardier, the Duchess, yeah. Dexter Jetster, the narrator, or Tom Kane. Tom, Tom Kane. Um, Hondo Onaka, Asajj Ventress, Tala Durith, Nalase. Yeah. In Yaddle. Damn, that is Yaddle is the first one you've said that I also have on my list. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I just I, I wanted to make sure that was right. I thought that was the case. Um, Yaddle Yaddle will be this episode. It'll just be a little later. Love me some Yaddle and uh, great character and greatly greatly increased in in uh, enjoyment over the last year. But because uh, she was not on my list a year ago so mm. love yeah, me i don't some think she was on mine either it's um, a good choice it's a good yeah. choice 92 at 92 yeah. since we were talking about the bad batch a few seconds ago mm. gonna have to take it there for the very first time in this top 100 this is sadly where i have wrecker um wrecker yeah wrecker hey man I love Wrecker. He's a lovable is he, guy. Is he the first of the... Are all the Batch members in here? All of them are here. All of them are in here. In Wrecker's the... I, okay. Actually fair. Actually fair. I will now say... I think about there's it. a... Yeah. There's a gap. Um, Let's see. When's... It is just... Yeah. There's I a gap guess. of about... Th- a, more than 30. Uh, between the between him and the next batch member, so like uh, <laughs> yeah, mine are kind of split. Yeah, yeah, I, have... I, mean, I like I like Wrecker. I like him a lot. But as the show's gone on, you know, he's that's what he is. He's just the he's just the lovable big guy. There has they haven't really increased the dimensions of that character a lot, which is okay. I just think that we've expanded on Tech Hunter Crosshair and Echo a hell of a lot more than we ever expanded on Wrecker. Um. Yeah, mostly because I don't think there's much you can do to expand on Wrecker. I think that his character's the way he is, and that's mm-hmm. how it's going to be. And uh, it's not a bad thing. Love the dude. He's a wonderful character, and I think that D. Bradley Baker obviously has the time of his life voicing Wrecker. Any ch- any chance he gets, aha, yeah, yeah. I yeah don't, I don't know why I was so shocked as to Wrecker being the first of the batch that you mentioned because he's at the bottom of my batch as well. Yeah. Like of the batch, he is at the bottom. It's just <laughs> that's funny. I, I had them up a little higher. Like I have, um, I guess the gap is he probably does fall down quite a few ways, but like I have a few of them just grouped together. Um, the yeah. batch, um, and where he just fits in with the other ones, I kind of feel all the same. Um, about about them, um. But man, I just didn't expect it it to be this low because I, I yeah, don't know. No. The, the season two has really changed the batch for me. Dude, like uh, I'm loving the batch. Like, I'm gonna no. tell you right now, 
you know, we did uh, we did the Star Wars ranking a few weeks back, and that's I think that's already changed um, since we did that. Uh, the Bad Batch is top three Star Wars TV shows for me, period. Not just animation, top three Star Wars shows at all. Andor, Rebels, Bad Batch. That's my top three. Love those shows to death. I think um, I can comfortably say I'm I'm right. Andor is definitely number one. Bad Batch could, if I'd say like, if season three does it, it'd be it, it could like yeah it could overpass Rebels, but it's gonna that that I don't know tough. though. I'm about to rewatch Rebels tough. and that's yeah, gonna be gonna, tough. That, that's I don't know. Rebels tough. is so fucking good. Uh, uh, but the bad Bad Batch is an easy three right now. I have it. I have it personally on a level over the Mandalorian. I have it over the Book of Boba Fett. I have it over Obi Wan Kenobi. I have it over the Clone Wars. I have it like all the, every other Star Wars TV show. Those are my top three. And Wrecker, love Wrecker. He's a sweetheart. He's the big softy, and I always love him. But uh, yeah, he's just uh, there. Uh, <laughs> there are more fun characters who have a lot more to them who I had to incorporate a little bit. That's higher. true, and this that is fair. Um, well, I don't know. We'll get to the batch later. I got I got him quite a little up a little high, but that's alright. I got not this other one. I think I had him way too high last time. Um, well, I guess not too high, but I had him at forty six last time. My last <laughs> list. Uh, this is Plo Koon. Um, ah. here and I don't know. It's just kind of, you know in the movies doesn't really do a whole lot at all. But you know you get a little bit in Clone Wars. Uh, you get to see him do some do a little bit more stuff. Uh, but. I think it's just the more of just the character design of Plo Koon. Uh, just I remember the arc in Clone Wars. Um, whenever there were some clones that were out in space and they were all about to die, and then he's like, "No, you're not disposable to me. Like yeah. I don't, I don't see you that way." And I'm like, That's, "Oh, dude, that was like just so- just watched that episode two hours ago. Oh, it's the it's the second episode of the show. So I yeah. just started my rewatch, and it's, it's that." the plots basically and upon watching it we might have to revisit it for the ahsokast because it's uh i think it's crucially important for ahsoka's arc as well because it explains that plo Koon's the one who picked her up and brought her to the temple at all um and yeah. it's you know the, they're stranded out in space after this mysterious weapon has taken out their ship and the clones are like, well, no one's going to come save us. That'd be dumb of them. Like, tactically, the smart decision is to find the weapon, not come mm-hmm. and save us. Yeah. And who is it that comes and save them? Ahsoka and Anakin, because Ahsoka wow. was like, we have to go save them, you know? And, uh, but when they're stranded out in space, he's like, that. he's like, I hate to, they're like, I hate to say I told you so, Commander, but no one's coming to get us. Well, clones were meant to be disposable. And yeah. Plo Koon goes, not to me. Fucking love it. Fucking Logan. love it. Just on the council for a reason, you know. That mm. dude he's he's about it. Um and I don't know, I remember um whenever the they were filming season two of Mandalorian, uh mm. they told everyone that Luke was Plo Koon. Or maybe not everyone, but at least Dave Filoni told Bo Katan or uh Katie Sackhoff that it was Yeah, he was listed he was listed as showing up as like on the on the call sheet as Plo Koon, like, mm-hmm. and but not not the reason I'm I'm choosing him for ninety one. It just on his own right. No, just another choosing. little, yeah, just another little tidbit there. Yeah, he was uh he was sixty seven for me last year, 
does not make does not make the top one hundred this year. But did uh, do love that character. I really do. There's a lot of characters who I'll say ah, they were on it last year and they didn't make it this year because I think I said there was something like thirty three characters yeah. who were on it who aren't anymore. I think I have about thirty High Republic characters that have come wow. in. So it's like, so it's like they just gotta sub in, sub out. Yeah. You, you know. Gotta go uh, yeah. But uh, no, that's a good that's a good choice. And uh, to stick with the the Force user sort of vibe, I do believe this will be my first Force user. Besides, I don't know. I had Keller and Beck. I was going to say Palpatine, but uh, this is where I have my first Visions character and my only Visions character. This is where I have the Ronin. Um, okay. this is a bit of a drop compared to where he was a year ago, not yeah. by much, if I remember correctly, but, uh, no, it's, 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 I'm looking now. It looks pretty substantial. I'm going to say I had him at 25 in my list. I had list. him at, I had him at 30. Oh. So he's dropped 61 spots. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ne- nevertheless, you know, like it's a wonderful character, super cool art style in, uh, the comic books and in that, uh, and in the anime. So excited for season two of Visions. I can't fucking wait. But uh got it yeah, right man. here. It's on display under my TV because I Hell love the, yeah. the cover of it so much. Like I have Hell a few yeah. comics that are just over there just in my books and everything that's over there. But I, I choose to leave this one out on purpose. Oh, dude, it's, it's a good, good looking one. It's a good looking one. And uh, absolutely love that character. Love the book. Love the book about him. Uh, mm. Super cool, complicated backstory. Just uh interesting character strongly strongly recommend that book as well um because that's that's what propels him onto this at all for me is if if it was just the vision short i wouldn't have him but the the book is fantastic that's the thing i only got the vision short and that singular comic um and that's all that i got and he's on he's Hmm. on my list and he's actually uh, in a little bit yeah there you go um so yeah i don't know well i guess we'll get to him then but uh, i'm definitely sticking with force users here uh, pretty in tune with the force um, this person is, um, and it is Bendu. Um, I think yeah. I had Bendu on my list last time. The Bendu, um, I I, I know I did. I had him at uh, ninety four. Um, last time, so he actually jumped. He jumped four spots. But the reason why I I even like remembered and put him on here is I recently saw like a it was either on Twitter or TikTok or something. It was just of Kanan, like a, a Kanan kind of storyline where it just went through a bunch of stuff that happened to Kanan. Um, and like when he went blind and then was trained by Bendu, um, I don't know, just had a few Bendu clips in there during this Kanan kind of, uh, I don't know. It was kind of just like a recap of Kanan's story, honestly. Nice it was what it was. Yeah. Um, but then there was just a nice little Bendu section. Um, and I don't know, just Bendu. Bendu is the middle. Yeah, very, very interesting character, you know, and just, um, really, he said that he's the middle and that he would not intervene, um. And then he did. He quite, he intervened quite a lot, um, (laughs) you know, but I don't know. He taught Kanan how to, you know, really not be blind, kind of, you know, that's, like, how to just. In tune with the force. I guess, yeah, just to. Yeah, he's like, you're blind, okay, and like, I don't know. He, he was kind of like, hey, like, all right, let's move on. You're you're a force user. Get with it. You know, you're better than this. I don't know. Like, it was just really awesome. So, 
just a cool character that is in Star Wars, you know, only in a couple Rebels episodes. Uh, who knows if we get a live-action Bendu. Oh, dude, a live-action Bendu would be fucking nuts. Whoa, I didn't even think about it. Maybe, is it a Bendu? Is is Bendu one, or is there, like, the Bendu? Or like, is I, think, it, I think Bendu is just, I think he just is. They, they just are. There's is it, no... Is it, there's, is it like I don't one think bean, a, or is it a is it just one bean? Or are there I'm assuming, multiple? I'm assuming Bendu is his name. Yeah, but I got to imagine there's more than one of that species around. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a big galaxy. Um, Bendu was a maybe male not sensitive entity who resided on the remote planet of. It doesn't give a species or anything. Just maybe he just is entity. Bendu, and that's it. Yeah, calls him an entity. Um, so, who knows? I fucking um, love Bendu, though. <laughs> he was on my list last year at 74, mm. um, but is not on my list this year. Um, love love Bendu, though. That's a fantastic choice. That was, yeah, 90. Oh, wow. That, there's, well, I guess we already hit the top 10, because it includes 100, or bottom 10. But right, 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 start. right, 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 right. Yeah, now my 90, uh, to round out the 90s, is uh, my first foray into uh, Rogue One. Ooh. Director Krennic. Um, love, me, love me some Orson Krennic. Love me some Ben Mendelsohn as that character. Mm. Fantastic performance of him. Uh, this is a character that's been greatly enhanced by novels as well, like uh, Catalyst and the Rogue One novelization itself. Just an insanely cool idea for an Imperial, like because he's a he is a piece of shit. Like he's just he's it's because like there are so many entities, you know, like Thrawn's this genius who is so calculated and everything tarkin is tarkin's this just maniacally like he wants to see the, the world fucking burn emperor palpatine's this fascist wizard krennic is just a really motivated dude who's motivated to do wrong the bad things uh basically to advance his career in the best way possible um and the be the best way to possibly advance his career is to be a weapons developer is just his thing and uh he's an absolute piece of shit uh just a, just a fascinating character the man in white as jen regarded him for most of her life um popped up in bad batch for a little bit a little cameo well project stardust give us an update on in. project stardust so he's making his rounds um he was also was in rebels hmm. He for was. like an episode, similar similar sort of thing, <laughs> as the Bad Batch popped up for a second to discuss Project Stardust and yes, so on does. and so forth. I guess uh, it, yeah, mainly I don't know. Would just be a lot of hey, keep me up to date on that big laser that you're working on. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to know about that? Like that'd be really nice. That one seems like it'd be really really nice to have on our really side. So, uh, yeah, keep keep us updated. Uh, every time you just had to be like, yep, uh, they're still working like. Still building the thing. I don't, still, like, still coming along. Because, yeah, couldn't really update much until, <laughs> I don't know. But, okay, no, he, he wasn't on my list, but that's, I don't know. Interesting that an evil kind of imp 
makes it, you know. Um, and it's not coming from me, actually. Right, right. Yeah, no, like I just yeah. – I have him above Thrawn and Palpatine, which is yeah. weird. I, like it's just, just how I feel, I guess. Just going the other the other direction, honestly. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's like how I would – because I, I got – I don't know. We'll get to we'll get, we'll get to those guys we'll get, we'll eventually, but, we'll but yeah, I guess breaking the eighties. Um, I got an imp here as well. They kind of just suck, but they're kind of good. I guess they're okay at it. out of the people who do suck. They don't suck as much. Um, but surprise, this is a uh, an Andor character. Uh-huh. Um, one that I I don't know. I don't think a lot of people care for really. But this is where I have Deidre. Um. Deidre, okay. And out of the Andor people who I, I thought would make my list, I didn't think Deidre would make it at first. Um, hmm. I, I thought even, like, Bootlicker and Narc would make it before then. But I remember really just liking her arc of the one who was always pushed out to the side, and, like, she's a woman, you know, in a room full of men, and, like, every time, you know, she would try to talk, it was, no, like, nothing, you know, nothing really mattered, but then she kind of... Took it on her own self, you know, on herself, and she put up, she pulled know, she, up the bootstraps and yeah, got to work. She got to work, and and uh, I guess I don't know. It was just uh, for an imperial storyline that I'm already not going to really care about. It got me to actually sort of be a little interested to be like, hmm, you know, I guess there is sort of some character development that I I could see here that that is sort of interesting. You know, it is imperial and whatever. It's ISB work. And, like, I'm rooting against you solely. Um, but, you know, it could have just been a bootlicker or a, a narc the whole time. Yeah. You know, instead. 100%. Um, no, and so. Deidre fantastically performed, uh, mm. fantastically written. Uh, just a a, wonder, a wonderful Imperial character. Like, uh, she unfortunately did not make my list uh, either. But... Uh, I, I really wanted to. I did my best to try and include if it if it helps, Deidre doesn't appear on my list, and therein neither will Nark and Bootlicker. Uh Cyril Karn, definitely not yeah. a top one hundred character for me. Yeah, they're not. Uh <laughs> and I think it's like mm-hmm. Lieutenant Linus or something is who we is the actual name for the guy that's bootlicker. Uh, I don't need to. Happy know fucking that. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, he's he's forever bootlicker to me. He dropped the first shit in Star Wars, so you know. <laughs> Respect That's actually that. kind of crazy. Wow. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A surpri- surprising pick even to me. Um, yeah. But as I was going through Andor characters, like, because that, that was a, just a big addition, was, you know, people from Andor, like, you got it. I don't know. There were some you got to acknowledge it. Deidre was cool. And yeah. uh, very, very cool Imperial. But uh, anywho, at my 89, he has spoken. This is where I have Queel. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got him coming later on. I forgot. Usually, I bold the ones that you say. Um, mm. that you've oh, that makes said. sense. That's a good call. And yeah, now I'm I'm, I'm um, doing that. Um, but I, yeah, I got Palpatine, I guess, and and Thrawn would be the other big ones. But okay, Quill. That's, that's yeah, Quill. Love love the guy. He's a he's a G. You know, I think that uh, he gone too soon. The sacrifice mm. play. Man, what a, what a man. What a, man, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Man, I I remember I'm like, no, yeah, he's going to make it. The racer, yeah, he's, 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 he's getting there. He's fully getting there. He's making it. <laughs> he just... Nope. The, the little grave, too, that's out there, which is like <sighs> the, the stack of rock. It's like, ah, 
Well, and I wonder in the expansion of Navarro, is that still there? Oh no! You know what happened? What happened to my did boy's they just grave? Build do you think over we, that, or they do, do you they think build we, a memorial? We revisit his grave because uh, it's. I think it's like in the middle of the lava flats. I don't think it's like anywhere near the town. Oh wait, is his like yeah, his little? Did he have like a cave or what was his like home? Was it more? It of was like a, a different planet. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. So he wasn't okay, but his grave, yeah, his grave is on. Yeah, I hope they really just didn't build over that, and it's just like yeah, now. I so yeah. I didn't even, wow, I didn't think about that. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I think we got an IG eleven memorial. You yeah, know? where's the Quill memorial, guys? What the fuck. Like I understand, IG eleven blew himself up, but Quill. Was he he did the same? I mean, he didn't blow up and kill a lot of people, but he was still doing everything he could to save Grogu. You know, man. I guess I guess the IG Eleven sacrifice saved Grief Karga directly, and you know he's magistrate, high magistrate Karga now. He's and they saw that well. happen. You know, like it was like in front of them too. Like they like yeah. they knew it was happening. Like Quill was like just over comms and he didn't respond. Right. And he was found dead later, so, like, yeah, I guess, but, like, man. We need a, we need a memorial for him, though, still. <laughs> Something. Um, but, man, no, I guess, yeah, he he's a little later on my list, though. Um, I like Quill. Um, Quill! Yeah, yeah, no, love me some Quill. He's a, he's a good dude. Hmm. And, uh, taught, taught Din some, dis- some diplomacy, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a special way to communicate with these people. Yeah, let me know, show, wait. let me show her how you can mm-hmm. make a living with your hands. You know, like this fucking guy, Nick Nolte, being in there, fucking the Hulk's dad from 2003's Hulk, is Queel. Really? Um, yeah, the voice of Queel is Nick Nolte, same guy. Um. Wow, that's. That's too. That, that's <laughs> like got like the god complex. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Weirdo. Wow. Who turns out like the absorbing guy. Yeah, Nick Nolte, same guy. Holy shit! I can hear. I hear it now. Oh yeah. I totally. I hear it, but I did not make that connection whatsoever before. He has uh, spoken. Wow. That. I'm even I'm even more glad that he's higher up on my list now. That makes it so much better. Makes it better, man. Yeah, no. Dude's fantastic. <laughs> love love me some quill. But uh my eighty eight kind of pairs with my eighty nine. I had Deidre um there. This is where I have Partigaz. Uh the last I think of of the imps I think of Andor that make it. Um I believe. But uh Partigaz was he's not really I don't know, he doesn't really fit there, it doesn't seem. I think maybe he's just, he's not really an imp at heart, but he just knows the world he lives in, and he accepts that that's how he's successful or something. That's my headcanon of it, but he just Yeah, he strikes strikes me as a guy who's just, you know, uh, he's just doing his job, you yeah, know? It's fascist seem, work. Yeah. Uh, so he, there is something, you know, I still yeah, can't Yeah, no, like he can't him. be a good guy. Yeah, but, not, yeah, but like, I don't know, he just, he doesn't seem like he belongs there, really, you know? It, um... I don't know. He just didn't really seem like he belongs. But, man, did he have some drippy-ass outfits, though, out of nowhere. Did Partigas just, I don't, like, just 
a random guy that came in and, you know, because I had to put him above Deidre just to, because he's a little more lovable than Deidre. Deidre, right, like, right. I don't know, she's, she's Deidre, really Deidre wants to enforce pain yeah, on yeah. people. Uh, but part of Gaz, I don't know. I feel he he's, he was just a chill, the chillest of the people in that room. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Um, well, I guess there is a Luthan spy actually in that room. Um, so maybe oh, yeah. that's the more chill guy. Um, but other Good than that, ginger stash. Um, yeah. Other than the guy who got screamed at. Everything. What do I sacrifice? Um, yeah. Who got just monologued to um, everything. But no, part of gas. Yeah. Uh, again, he's just kind of a side character that doesn't have a whole lot, but, but while he was on screen, I was kind of like, you know, if I'm going to watch something Imperial, at least, you know, you're here and it's not just a bootlicker or a narc. Um, right. So I, I'd rather give Deidre and Partagaz their flowers than uh, than Bootlicker and Narc all day, every day. So yeah, that was, those are the only, I think, the last two of the imps um, I from dig Andor. It. I yeah. dig it indeed. But with that, I will go on to my 88. This is where I have a newly introduced character from the Bad Batch Season 2. Fee Genoa. Um, Wanda Sykes voiced character. She is super dope, and I will gladly own up to the fact that I was wrong about her. I was wrong. Got the wrong read. Got the wrong read, and that happens. It's okay. We've moved on. Uh, it's all right. No, it's, yeah, it's I'm, okay. I'm past it too. And I've, okay. I, 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 I egged it on a little too much at the beginning. <laughs> and then I think it's just, I just, I don't know. I love her character. She, she'll be a little she's with the rest of my batch kind of, the, the the lovable part of the batch in my mind mm. I, I really hope she sticks around for all of season three and i hope she's around and she seems like she'll be i think she'll be right there alongside the crew to try and save omega she seems yeah. like she's that she's down to ride like that yeah um, i i really hope because i i don't know I, I her character is so cool um just already what we've gotten and just the fact that I don't know, like, we kind of got a little psyched out, you know, it was, or, Wanda Sykes didn't mean, I didn't uh, intentionally mean to do uh, that, um, duh. but, uh, like, I don't know, at first I kind of was like, well, I don't know if I can really believe everything you're saying, you know, you're, you're, you're a pirate, you know, and everyone in the universe, they have their own reasons for stealing, but usually it's, you know, they, they make something up in their head to, to say what they're doing, all right, or whatever, but then you actually get back to her, I don't know, you Tapabu in this temple that we haven't seen the inside of for, they just blue balled us until next season, I guess, uh, <laughs> out of this temple and all these artifacts that are across just cultures of Star Wars. Um, but she's doing it for good reason and like to actually help people um, find like a home and, and a place that's away, you know, not their home. Uh, right. So like, fuck, Fee's. Fee's fuck. dope as fuck. I love me some Fee. Uh, the liberator of ancient artifacts. What a pimp! Right. I, I love that woman, and that's uh, right. I I'm so so not feeling good about when she learns about what's happened. That's oh, gonna be that's no, gonna she be devastating. Have to learn. God, man. You I'm know, hoping that happens off screen, just so I'm spared pain. It um, won't. it probably won't. Right. I I mean I don't want it to happen off screen, but like, well, they did. Well, because they have they gone back to Pabu yet at all? No, no, no. Yeah, season ended. They haven't gone back to Pabu. Um, I think it's gonna be shown. It it 
Yeah, the way the season ends, it's kind of like you got to pick it up right from there. You can't really take a little jump. It's got to just. And when they go back and they're like, Omega's captured and like, yeah, we need to go get her. But then they're like, she's going to be like, well, where's Brown Eyes? Where's, you know, like. That I could just they're they're gonna get out of the ship and they're well, Wait, where's brown eyes? I guess it's gonna be the first eyes? thing that said, yeah, and then they're gonna be like Ah <sighs> Well Fee Fee I No, it's okay. <laughs> looks out looks out over the Pabu as the sun sets and the city lights turn on. No she's reminded. No No Uh uh-uh. uh 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 we I, I don't have to Deal with that until 2024. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm already still getting over tech. Um, the tears well. Yeah. She blinks them away. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Nope. <laughs> I won't well, stand for it. I won't take it. Well, I guess I got I got a fee. She she'll get her flowers. I got I got her a little higher up. Uh, I like fee. I really like fee. Um and. I don't know the bat. This season of the Bad Batch has really just elevated that show quite high for me. Um, but my my eighty seven is someone we've already even talked about. Uh, this is where I had Pelly, uh, Pelly Moto, um, and another I don't know just fun character um, that's just in in the side of the show. I think we've I don't know pretty much all covered of of what we got going on with Pelly, but uh, I don't know just another. Kind of side character that is just, I love seeing, no matter when, you know, like, I don't want them to take up the whole show, and I, you know, they're not main characters by any sense, but man, every time they're on screen, I'm like, I want more of you, every time you leave. Hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, heartbroken over it, but I love Pelly. I just, I, I think it is a perfect, like, adult comedy, it is the perf like, perfect I don't know, maybe not even adult comedy, just Star Wars com like SNL sketches sketches. Mm. Just with Pelly. I don't know. Like somehow make that happen. But uh I need it injected in my veins. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Love that. Yeah. So that's the first I already spoke I on Pelly. I think that's the first to pop up yeah of yours or like i like i'm saying to re- i think that's the first repeat i guess yeah yeah i'm like i don't think we'll uh, like I, right now there's only one that hmm. will repeat for me uh in this episode so okay yeah. we had the we had the pelly both of those are in this episode right now but uh beyond that at 87 this is potentially the largest drop off from last year to this year oh. um uh-oh. Fresh off the book of Boba Fett, I was extremely high on this character. Um, a year ago, Cobb Vanth, just I had a, I had a massive hard on for my man's Cobb wait, Vanth. Wait, oh wait, is this eighty seven? This is at eighty seven. Yes. Oh. He was at twenty five last year. Oh man. Okay. Well, I I thought we lined up, but we're just one off. He's my next up. He is. Oh no like, shit. Yes, I have Pelly and then Cobb Vanth. Um, I thought we lined up though, but okay, we're one off. But um, wow, that's actually that's that's kind of nuts that we're one off though. Even, um, <laughs> but no, I I totally agree. I think he was was very up high on my list last year too. Um, let's see, Cobb. Yeah, he was thirty seven on my list last time. Um, mm. so yeah, it, I guess quite 
quite the drop off, but still, still a cool dude. You know, he he hasn't lost. Oh, I love any, the guy. Any of this stuff, but uh, man, I, oh, I thought we did it. Um, but that's all right. That's that's all right. One off. Um, yep. We only had two last year. We only had two <laughs> last year. It was eighty-two Amelin Haldo, and where was Chirrut? Where was Chirrut? Right. Yeah, he was. He was at fifty-six. Okay. Uh, last year. Um, yeah. So. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who maybe, knows? Maybe we'll do it again. Uh, It'd be but, crazy if it was those two it, again it, in it different spots. Again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That. I don't. We'll get there when we get there, I guess. But I, we just gotta let it happen. Just gotta, um, just gotta let it happen. Gotta let it happen. Wow, Cobb Vanth, um, almost doing it though at eighty-seven and eighty-six. Um, hmm. Wow. So I guess, well, I guess that already gives my eighty-six. So I guess now. You uh, I could. I can present my eighty-six. Yeah. yeah. If you, if um, you, want, uh, you can take the lead now i guess this will be my first ghost crew pick um at 86 this is where i have the most recently adapted into live action garazeb aurelios um love me some zeb that dude's so fucking cool um i think that uh the way he was adapted in a live action is one of the best adaptations from animation to live action we've ever seen. I don't think they've ever missed necessarily, but uh, God damn, did that look good? It had every opportunity to not. And wow, that looks incredible. Um, they, yeah. They did that was a super, super lovable guy. You know, you kind of find him down here next to Wrecker, but a little higher than Wrecker. Um, and I think it's because he shows I think he shows a little bit more dimension than than Wrecker does at most points. Um I just I just love the guy. He's a big lovable purple man and uh I want to hug him. I want to give him a big old hug. Um Head Cannon, hope they make it Cannon. Uh him and Callus are married. Um I want I want him and Callus to to be together because they just they just have that vibe and there's no way like yeah, yeah Zeb, Zeb's really alone now, huh? Like, I mean... Yeah, man. Or wait, was it... No, because he went back to his planet or something Yeah, like they went that, back right? to, like... Because there was, like, a hidden planet that they found that he took Callus back to with him, which is, like... <laughs> really? Come on now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Zeb. Um... Yeah, Zeb and Callus are down. I just know it. Um... <laughs> Lo- lo- love me some Zeb. Love yeah, me some Zeb. Callus does not make my top 100, but yeah, no. Zeb did. Zeb Zeb is is on mine a little a little later on, uh, but I don't know. That's you're you're totally right about his live action like portrayal though. They they killed like he looks good. Um, like I I just I knew like you know it's Zeb. You're like well, not many of your kind just left anyways, and I don't think they're going to bring in someone that looks exactly like Zeb and say that it's not Zeb, you know? And sounds exactly like yeah. Zeb, uh, <laughs> same so, voice actor. Like, there was part of me, like, at the very, you know, like, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not, like, still for a little, you know, like, I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking Zeb, when I see a blue, you know, when I just saw him, like, oh my god, it's fucking Zeb. And then I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I'm getting too excited, let's just hold, hold on, let's think who else... Could it be anyone else? And then I'm like, no fucking shot. 
it's nope, Zeb. That's Zeb. Fucking that is so Zeb. Like, I, had, I had a little bit of hesitation, but then right. it was like, okay, no, it can't really be anyone else. Yeah, man, that no. voice, I was just like, oh. Because I saw him, and I was like, oh. And then he started speaking, and I was like, oh. That's just Zeb. And yep. yeah, they, they, the VFX look great on him. I also had it like slightly spoiled for me. That was one I didn't watch till the morning and I got up and got on mm. Twitter. And the first yeah. thing I saw was a picture of a live action purple Lasat. And I was like, Hey, Hey, could just be a big old Lasat. It doesn't have to be Zeb. Uh, I was like, For- forget about it, you know? And then, uh, uh, watch the episode. I was like, that is Zeb. Okay, cool. So, you know, like I, it wasn't the, the sheer excitement I could have had, but, I did. I did still get excited when I heard him and saw him for the first time because the pictures did not do him in motion justice. Like that man, mm. looked good. Looked good in live action. So uh, they did. All right. Zeb at eighty six brings us to eighty five. Yeah. Well, my eighty five. I got. Is this my first sequel character? Have I said a sequel character yet? I don't believe so. I don't think so. Yeah, this might be my first sequel character, but this is where I have Maz Kanata. Hey. And just maybe someone who we didn't uh, get everything of, I hope when, I don't know, because she's still kicking it and around, I think. I hope uh, when oh, Ray yeah. comes back, we get some more um, with, with Maz and the story of how she she happened upon that lightsaber. Um, that would be the place to finally fucking do it, huh? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, ho- I don't know, I really hope we get that. But every time we checked in with Maz... I mean, on that FaceTime that we checked in with her, like, right, what, right. What, what that she is just, she's got something going on, and I, I need more, more of Maz uh, whenever everything comes back around. But she but, is uh, regarded in the High Republic Adventures comic as the Pirate Queen. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, everyone follows her. I mean, did you see how many flags were there at that cat? You know, I mean, right. like, that castle or what? I don't know what you want to call that base. It's called Maz's castle. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's called yeah, Maz's like castle. Sick. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, her character design, too, whenever she takes off her glasses and, like, gets up real close and looks at yeah. it, you know, and, like, puts them back. I don't know. It's a, it's a, a sick character design and, and not, you know, I guess when I first saw her, I thought it, she was going to be moving real slow like Yoda, you know, and real cripple, I guess. But then... You know, no, she's like she's still about it, about that action, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Had to had to slip Maz in here, um, and I guess she is my first sequel character. I didn't realize that, but but uh, yeah, starting off with Maz for the sequel. Love it, love it. This is also where I have my first sequel character. You got me all excited when you said that. Um, this is where I also have my first droid. This is where BB-8 falls. Um. Okay, yeah. Adore me some BB-8. Dude's a cute, cute, cute little piece of shit. Love him. Love him to death. I love his and Poe's connection, you know. When I rewatched The Last Jedi and Finn and Rose fly the the ship into the base and they all start shooting at it and then they stick their hands up and then Poe's like, Finn, Rose, you're alive, cool. Where's my droid? He's like, dude, where is he? And then BB-8 rolls up to him and he like scratches him like a puppy dog. And he's like, there's my little guy. You know, like, I love it. Yeah, the design, like, that's they they made that thing. Like, they made that thing, like, for real in it. um, Ooh, and the shots where you can see that it's, it is the real version of BB-8, not like the one they have rolling around mm -hmm. super fast all the time. Uh, 
like whenever he rolls up to R2D2 and the Force Awakens and like uh bumps up into him and stuff, you can tell it's like the the real version, the practical oh. version of BB eight. So fucking cool. Um I love that every time Ray greets him, she checks his antenna because the first time they met, she goes, Your antenna's crooked, and she like mm-hmm. fixes it. And every That's time cute. he walks, he like rolls up to her and is like, Is this cool? Like he's like, check out my <laughs> antenna, is it all right? Uh Oh, just a super yeah love bb8 love the connection he has with the sequel trilogy characters um just a really really cool really cute little droid love the kid all right well he's not too much further away but uh in my droid section which uh won't happen this episode um actually but uh but cl- still pretty close to here but yeah I, I don't know love bb8 uh very merchandisable droid as well I bet they made a lot of money on those toys. Um, I don't know. I've, they they had like every range of BB-8 you could imagine. The pl- plastic version that you could roll around and then like full-on super nice like Metal $200 one that was like even just small still. Yeah, but uh, yeah, BB-8, okay. Um, good good sequel characters. Start off, Two orange sequel characters to start Look off. Maz and BB-8. Um, okay. The Force brings us together. Yeah. Surrounds us and penetrates us and binds us. But uh, someone who has been mentioned in this episode, but not actually one of your selections, um, was Bill Burr. And as Miggs ah, Mayfeld, um, and yes. that is where he lies for me, is 84. Um, I love that. And I think it's, like, I remember um, when we were talking to the, Ma- like, Mando and being like, man, I really need to go back and watch Mando. And I was skimming through um anytime bill burr was on i remember i would just skim through and just like go to it be like i'm like ah funny bill burr's on in star wars but then i'd watch him like man he's actually like he's doing really good like he's actually doing really good right now and i was like super invested and like i was just skimming through but every time he was on screen i would sit down and watch like i really just wanted to see i don't know i was really interested in his character and and like the scene with him and where Dennis has to take off his helmet mm. and you know and like he's like explaining his whole trauma and all of that and then like the build-up to the shot and then like i'm like oh my god this is actually like incredible like i'm not like this was awesome like out of like i didn't had zero expectations for bill burr and then he just knocked it out of the park Mm. um so i know it's just a really really interesting character and i think pretty impactful on on just the on din just Star Wars like, mythos, yeah, just, yeah. surprisingly so. Whenever, uh, whenever he decides that he has to shoot that motherfucker, dude, one of the best pieces of acting in the Mandalorian period. Like it's a fantastic work so that Bill Burr did there, and uh, the shit where after he shoots him and they take out the rest of the Imperials in the room, and he looks at Din and he he looks away and hands him the helmet and is like, "I didn't see anything. All right, go ahead. You did you did what you had to do." we're cool you know like uh i, I loved that man like that was uh and the way they let him go and they're like uh like the way Carl. i like, thought uh, you were this other guy and then yeah. <laughs> i guess why would you not be scared of boba fett you know i guess like right. boba fett's walking out of the ship he should probably still be scared of boba fett but i mean din i guess direct, had, had a direct impact yeah, on had, him yeah. um uh <laughs> no but the the shit at the end whenever car is like uh Pretty sure Miggs Mayfeld died in an explosion on uh, on this planet, and uh, he's like, "Oh shit, for real!" Oh, yep. Oh. Okay, 
right, I'm gonna go. I'll see y'all later. Yep. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm, y'all better. I'm really doing it. Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's. But uh, I don't know. An awesome character that you know. On on when I was making the list, I really like separated into shows and and stuff like that at first, and then made sure I had everyone from the shows and stuff that I wanted. And and he was kind of one. Like Deidre, almost that I I wouldn't expect out of the Mandalorian to pick Migs Mayfeld out of people of the Mandalorian, but like out of the characters of that show, other than the big ones, like he's he's a strong side character, man, and like a uh, a character with a story that's like complete. Like if they never want to touch that character again, they never have to. Like it's it's good, it's done. We're we're cool. Um, if they do want to pick him up again, hell yeah, I'm there. You know, like it's it'd be a fun, fun character to bring back. It's like it. That's what the Mandalorian has always done so well is just like the plethora of side characters they've introduced. That at any point, if they ever came back, I'd be perfectly satisfied. Hmm. The first two you listed in this episode, Captain Bombardier and the Duchess. Fuck yeah, if they ever want to come back, yeah. absolutely, and I think they will. I'm almost certain they will. Um. Uh, that entire crew in the prisoner episode with Shion oh. and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that what whole was the big motherfucker's name played by Clancy Brown. Regardless, uh, Hellboy looking, yeah, guy. Hellboy looking yeah. ass. Um, he was dope. Like the the chick that Din almost falls in love with in season one, episode four. You know, like if they that's one episode where I was like attached to their romance, and yeah. I was like, this would be dope. You know, like there's just. Wow. All of sorts of side characters. Just, yeah, they They're really frog lady. Helimoto, we've brought her up. You know, like it's like Yeah. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. But uh Meigs Mayfeld. Oh yeah. Unfortunately does not make my list. Uh one of the ones that did make it last year that didn't quite make the cut this year. But uh great choice. Great choice. Um to continue my droid run at eighty four. It's a little fucked up. Little, yeah. How am I? How am I? So coming, coming through nice, coming through nice and clean. Okay, so you might have done. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Continue. Sometimes that happens, but it's cool now. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Uh, gonna continue my droid run then. Um, Ooh. this is uh, it's another another biggie, another big cat, another big cat. Um, it's where I have the the guy C three PO. Okay. Okay. Wow. I like I like C three PO. Love Anthony Daniels' performance of C three PO. How much? How much can you? Really how much can you love him, man? You know yeah. that dude's annoying as fuck. Um, but uh, I love him. You know, it's like it's it's that guy that you you just you love in spite of everything. You're like ah, uh, you've in the God. Series, though that once you know. Let me get one last good look. At you. Like I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe drop a tear. Like incredible in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that is easily three like, PO's best movie. Oh, um, yeah. So I don't know. He's not not all not all annoying. I don't want to you know jump off and just because I feel like that's all I ever say about three PO is that he is just kind of the annoying one. But that's the point of the you know never tell me the odds. You don't get that line if you don't have three PO right, constantly right. being like you know telling the odds me the of odds you completing odds. this is one. That, yeah, like it's. So yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, you need that character to let the other characters shine in their moments, mm. um, and and three PO lets one of my boys shine quite a lot, um, and he'll come up much much later, um, a droid, right, right. much later for me. I just I, I watched the uh, watched the Rise of Skywalker last night, so it's really fresh on the mind. And uh, 
just three PO at the end of the movie, whenever uh someone's like Babu Frick, and he's like uh Babu Frick, he is one of my oldest friends because he's the first person he's introduced to when his memory's wiped, which is hilarious. Um Oh, that's awesome. And then at the end of the movie, whenever he walks up to R2D2, and R2's like, Yo, what's up? How'd it go, buddy? And you know, he's doing the little whew, 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 the mm. the obvious R2 sounds. And C3PO's like, uh, I'm sorry, do I know you? And then uh, R2D2 like takes like a little like a little step back, but he like rolls back a little bit, appalled. And uh, he says he says something. He whistles, mm-hmm. and then three P three PO goes. I'm pretty sure I would remember my best friend, which is just like, oh, like you didn't have to include that. Like the fact that R two was like, dude, I'm your best friend. What are you talking about? Star Wars like, has always been, you know, everyone likes to focus on Luke and Leia and Ray and Anakin and Vader. Every time it's always been R2 and 3PO. Right they're the classics, there. man. Like it the the prequels, they start out. You see R2, he's the one that, that saves the the N one or not the N one, but a, you know, that Starfighter from blowing up. That's R2 doing that. You see C three PO naked being made at the very beginning of the prequels. And then I'm pre- they're what open a new hope, right? Um pretty much. I mean pretty much you you get the little bit on the ship, but then you go down with 3PO and and R2 on Tatooine um for a little bit like I don't know they're they're huge parts of the story um so I don't know I got I'll, I'll let um when I get to R2 that's definitely the the time when when I'll splurge on on droids um, a little but um he's he's not even close to the droid section that I do have um but 3PO is I don't know he's He's up there in my droids. He's up in the top half of droids for me, um, actually, um, and not the the bottom half of my ten droids that I have. Um, he is number five. So, uh, ah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, of of my six, he is five. I don't know. I guess. Well, I guess everyone that's okay. I'm interested to see how many above him. Are the right, same, like, yeah, yeah. I bet that's, oh uh, yeah, it'd be an interesting, interesting percentage there. I know two of them are at the very least, uh, <laughs> and I'd be willing to bet three. Uh, we'll have to see about the fourth though. Um, yeah, three PO, three PO at eighty four. Mm-hmm. Yes, going again. Yeah, shit. All right, give me a second. Bear with me, everyone. That was 80... Oh, we're on 83 now? I think that's right. Is it my turn on 83? Okay. Um, I guess my 83, I guess I'll get started. Um, I'm sticking with the... uh, I don't know, a character that I wouldn't have thought that would have gotten in here. Um, But I think it's... We'll see more with him. He's kind of just started. Um, But it's mainly the... It's paired well with another person, I guess. Um, but I'll just get on with it. Is Paz Vizsla, um, and in the Mand like Mandalorian, I have a lot of gripes, I guess, of of this season and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I think that this season, um, his story is getting a little more interesting. We have a kid now. Um, I guess I don't know. Maybe sort of a similar similar situation like Grogu. I guess more of like a non biological thing. Um, 
which I was off on the mark a little bit at first there, which I guess, I don't know, we haven't been We haven't gotten com- confirmation but, one uh, way or the other there. But I don't know, you know, you know Contessa Din for the Darksaber, he's always right side by side with the Armorer. Um, and I don't know, I just, there's, I feel like he's going to be more, I don't know. He, he came in, like his badass moment when he came flow in and gunned everybody down and then saw the armor at the top after she just took out two people. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about, you know, Paz Vizsla, honestly, like the last couple seasons. But this season, I'm actually kind of like, hell yeah. Like That's I was a cool like, character. It's kind of sick. Like, I really like seeing him do that. So, um, but yeah, that's, uh, he is my, my 83. Uh, a lot of, I guess, Mando characters here, um, for me. Migs Mayfeld, and then I got Paz. Um, so I'm kind of going on a little Mando run a little bit, but, uh, yeah. No, I dig it. I dig the Mando run. Uh, and those are all good choices. I do, I do have two more droids on the droid run. Um, so this is a run of four. Okay. Still doing it on me or am I sounding good? Okay. Sometimes my shit lights up like it's fucking up on me, but Mm. okay. Um, at 83, this is where I have that man, the one with just murder on his mind, uh, C-110P, Chopper. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh. I love the little guy, man. I love, and I love Hera, so I'm a love Chopper. Um, mm. Hera is much higher on my list, will not be for a few episodes, but, uh, love me some Chopper. Great droid, uh. Love that Dave Filoni very clearly voiced him whenever you know it's Dave Filoni. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck. I'm pretty sure he drops a fuck, too. What the fuck? There yeah, yeah what the, the fuck? Yeah. There's a... Yeah. Bah, bah, and it's like, oh, that's very clearly him saying what the fuck. Uh, yeah, but outstanding. That is good. The order order is true here. I got I got Chopper above my 3PO, you know, still here. So, uh, so I, I don't know. I I do still recognize... You know, 3PO is still down there a little bit, you know, but Rebels is just too good. And he's the droid of the Rebels crew, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's going to be be tough to beat um, when it comes to droids. Um, and 3PO is the droid of every movie. So yeah. that's incredible, you know, that that Chopper is is beating him, but he's beating him for both of us. So um, got pretty it, unanimous know. that that dude's one of the best droids in Star Wars, everyone. A lot of people, Chopper. yeah. It, it's either you love or hate. I don't know. I, I've, I've, I haven't. I, I've heard some Chopper hate. And I, I think a lot of people that do hate Chopper hate him because people just like. Gotta I don't think we have a ton of reason for loving yeah. Chopper. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think people kind of rush to hate Chopper because they're like, "Why the fuck do y'all love this motherfucker so much?" Yeah, you know? Honestly, why do we love him so like? He is just kind of like he he's just a more murderous R two D two. That's he all. He just fucks around. Um, yeah, and he's got that kill count on him. I guess you know, mm-hmm. and like, what up? What more do you got to say about Chopper? He's just a droid. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's got something in his programming that just makes him run a little more wild. But but uh, yeah, um, I'm glad. I'm glad he's about. At least the order is kind of sticking true with the droids here. Um, yeah, I got one more in this little mini droid run uh, okay. before it'll be several spots before we get another okay. droid. But uh, well, I guess this ends my Mando run 
here, so I guess you're, you're on a little droid run. I'm on a little Mando run. Uh, but with Paz, I got the armor right here next right. to him, and that's kind of kind of the. I feel like they're both they both just play off each other very well right now. I feel there's just something. I don't know. I I really hope we see next season and we're more in line with what we got going on or next episode that's coming this week, um, and that it knocks us out of the park like everyone's saying. Um, but I don't know. I I. Her coming out with the, you know, we only saw him as a speaking stick and forge tools, but man, she used him very cleanly as as weaponry here. And fucking uh, the fact that they had a fucking speaking hammer, they were like, "If you have the hammer, you may talk." So fucking funny to me. Yeah, and like I, I remember, I think Den was holding it, and like he, people were starting to like talk or like get a little loud, and he kind of like showed everybody, like, "Hey." I'm holding the I'm holding the speaking. speaking hammer, okay, everybody. I have the hammer, but uh, I don't know. It was the armor got her flowers in that you know little scene there, and I guess I don't know. Um, just taking those people out um, slowly, you know, maniacally. The guy just at the gun, she just gives him that whack. Um, that's got to That's I don't know. Maybe not hurt because he didn't feel it, but uh, if you're good. waking, if you're waking up from that, you're feeling that one when you wake up. Um, if you do wake up in the first place, but, but yeah, I guess, I don't know, the, uh, armor is really here just with Paz, kind of, uh, they mm. are together here, but, uh, I don't know, I think, hopefully they have room to grow, um, I hope that she doesn't turn into, like, I don't know, like, the, the villain somehow, or, like, she I doesn't oppose, I, I don't know. I think we're going mostly outer sources for Mando, uh, mm-hmm conflict like i think done. the infighting might be done i hope so i really do hope so um so hopefully they can just be badass characters now on the side fighting the empire um, right but yeah mm-hmm. one does hope mm-hmm. yeah no uh love love me love me the armor however did not make my top 100 shockingly mm-hmm. enough did not break the did not break the seal there nor did paz Vizla. um Super dope characters, though, and if they can, if they can prove themselves a little bit more in these last two episodes to be like truly good guys. Because, like I said, I think the infighting's done, but I can't tell you for sure. Um, then I'll be like, you know what? Yep, they deserve that. You know, uh, mm. it's kind of where I'm at on a personal note. But uh, feel, because they were they were there. You know, like they're they're in the small list of characters just outside of the top mm-hmm. 100. Both of them are. Mm-hmm. In fact, the armorer is at 102. So, like, okay, right, there. right there, um, mm. just outside. But uh, hopefully, it's uh, Captain Phasma, right? The or uh, is that who, who the theory? Yeah, that it's Captain Phasma. That the helmet's going to be taken off. It's going to be. Freaking Brianna Tarth under there with the right. small body. Right, Christie. Yeah, like what? How does this make any sense? I don't know. But the uh, timing of it all is a little <laughs> off. But, really uh, but hey, if it if it happens, it'd be really, really, it'd be really sick. gnarly. What a reveal! It'd be really um, gnarly. Uh, but, no, yeah, I love that. I love that. The armor is a good choice. Um, interestingly enough, Phasma at my one hundred and one. So, oh, they were the one hundred and one and one hundred and two that just didn't quite make it. See, wow. Um, anywho, uh, we are going forth with the last of my droid run. Mm-hmm. 
for now. Okay, okay. This is where we have Cassian Andor's companion, K2SO. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Still order a little different here now. A little different, but Um, still above 3PO? Still, yeah, still above 3PO for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I figured so. Um, then I think we're good. I think we have the exact same top five, just in a different order as far as droids are concerned. Um, hmm. That's, uh, I, I love I love me some K2SO. Alan Tudyk did a great job voicing that character. Uh, we have a problem on the horizon. There that is no horizon. Oh, yeah, that's, K2 is, is so cool. And I remember, like, gives a dude a clothesline, or, or maybe he clotheslines Cassian, actually. Um, or like punches Cassian or something like that, but man, that's got to hurt way more. I don't know, just like a a metal punch. Like I just remember, I forgot who he punched, but man, he really just let someone have it. Um, there's that uh, in Andor. There's some. There's a security droid that is the same type of droid that knocks mm-hmm. the shit out of Cassian. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's uh, what I'm remembering. He does yeah. smack Cassian in Rogue One when he's trying to cover that he's not that he is a rebellion droid not an imperial so he like smacks Cassian on the side of the face yes oh i think that that no that's that's it yeah it was something that was just supposed to be a, a light smack but definitely would have like knocked a human out you know right. like probably like a, i don't know that that did not seem like a light smack um but i don't know i love the i don't know we kind of have a theory um, that K two is another droid. Yeah, um, that he is B two emo, just in a, in a in his, new droid body. In the ability, where given a form that he can, he can be that rebel. You know, do his yeah. stuff. And I don't know if, if yeah. we do get that. Who knows? I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I like. Know. I like them as separate. I have them as separate here. They deserve to be separate. Um, they are two very separate droids. I don't want to think of them as one until it actually happens. Right, um, right. Which it, I, yeah, because right now I have I have one a little higher than the other. Hmm. A little higher, just a little higher. Okay, yeah. To quote Lando Calrissian in Return of the Jedi. But, yeah, B2, like, yeah, I don't know. The Order is still sticking, I think, sticking pretty well, though, with the droids. Bet, bet. Um, mine just so happened to be a little clumped. But, um, let's see. So, ah, yes, I'm going back to the Bad Batch here. Um, and not actually a Batch member. Um, a character that just showed up in this season, actually. Um, and it is Dr. Hemlock. Um, I think maybe it's just the, the performance of it that's, like, really doing it. But, um, it's, it's kind of like, um, oh, what's his, Krennic? Like, just the, the more on the side that that intrigues me like the science the research the you know but he's just maniacal about it and he's mm-hmm. very you know and so i do i just don't hate what he's doing and he's actively hurting the the batch um has omega and crosshair right now still fuck that dude but um i don't know his performance is just done so well the theme that always follows him like his like the the score whenever he's on screen um he's always holding his hand um, and it's in a glove, so I don't know what the fuck happened to his hand, but I, I hope, I don't know, we get some some story there, some more on him. A little bit of um, info on that. I hope, I hope he dies. I hope the Batch, like, kill him somehow, or, like, he dies through 
own his own experimentation where he tries to give himself something and then it fucks him up. I don't know. I hope he dies a horrible death. That'd but, be um, ideal. But right now, I don't know. He's he's providing some pretty good story, I guess, for the unwanted story. But man, it's like it's good. Got me. It's got me on the edge of my seat. Um, and Hemlock could be a little recency bias here. Probably a little. Uh, bit. I don't know, man. Jimmy Simpson's good. It's it, and it is part of that performance, man. Like it's like that performance is so good. The voice acting mm-hmm. is incredible. You know, uh, I was thinking about the other day why. You know, whenever it comes to the Mandalorian, I felt guilty for not, you know, Pedro Pascal in our, like, awards, or not our awards, but our, our picks for, like, our favorites every week. Very, very little has he been picked. Mm. Um, And the voice acting he does is really good, but there's only so much voice acting you can do when you can't also have a facial feature expressing your emotions, Mm. Uh, which is part of what makes animation so fulfilling with voice acting is like, even though it is not an actor's face doing the contorting, at least there is a face contorting, you know Mm. what I'm saying? Like it, it is just a little different. Um, Mm. And Jimmy, Jimmy Simpson as Hemlock, man, he is good. He lets his presence be known. That's I don't know. He he just takes over the episode when he's I don't know. It's kind of nuts that it what he does. But man, I I I remember I didn't know that it was it was Jimmy. What's his last name? Is it Simpson? Simpson. I thought it was. I didn't know. But I didn't know it was him at first. But I'm like, man, whoever this is, they just like they're performing so well. Like I just remember after the episode, and then I'm like, oh no chance. Young William, you know, from, from Young West Billy? Point? No way. Um but yeah. Don't uh, call me Billy. I'm interested to see um him die next season, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm interested in that. So, I, yeah. I'd like to see it. Um, I have the theory that he is Pershing's kind of mentor in some capacity mm-hmm. as far as the cloning science is concerned, but Pershing isn't so evil about it. He he is much more like, well, I think that we could take these things that you're doing and apply them with, you know, good I've, intentions. But yeah. I've sure. heard the theory that Pershing is like the clone. Like it's not even he's like a maid in a lab. Like he's not even like really born, you know, like natural oh. that he's like an actual clone or like something made. And that the father is Dr. Hemlock and the mother is Omega's, sis, you know, who. I forgot her name, but whoever's claimed to be Omega's sister right now. Um, Emery? Um, yeah. And that they they made Pershing together to help okay. them out. Um, be basically I, like, yeah. I don't mind that. Because, um, like, Pershing does talk about how his mom was super into cloning and... I don't he talks know. about how his mom died and he could have saved her with cloning. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh but I swear there was something... He talked about research that oh uh, was that was that the only cloning part I thought I thought there was actually something where it was like my mom's re like my mom was trying to do research or something like that and huh maybe I, I think something. I need to revisit that episode real bad anyway that's a hmm. that was a good episode of the Mandalorian but uh, yeah man I uh, love me some love me some Pershing and I do think he is a a product of Hemlock hmm. um, in some capacity. And Hemlock, one of the one of the stronger Bad Batch antagonists so far, already like him way more than Rampart. Um, mm. 
as yeah. a character, much more compelling and interesting than Rampart ever was. Um, mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah, very scary. Um, but hopefully, will do. I, I do have Pershing actually. I did have. I had them very close. The two doctors. I had them back to back at one point, and then I'm like, I like. I like Pershing a little. You're more. like, ah, oh, that doesn't feel right. Pershing, actually, yeah. I need to. I need to give them some space between them. Yeah, I dig okay. that. I dig that. But uh, with that, at my 81, we will return to the High Republic for the first time in a few spots. This is where I have Sylvestri Yaro, the partner to Jordana Sparkburn, the other the other chick I listed earlier earlier in this episode. Uh, this this character is super cool. She is the uh, she's the product of uh, a mother named Chansey Yaro, who actually uh, fakes her death in front of her daughter to go join the Nihil, the villainous entity in the High Republic. Okay. Um, so another horrific origin story in the <laughs> High Republic. They've got some pretty rough ones over there. Um, she's got a very, uh, she's got a very steadfast head on her shoulders She's a real blue collar chick, which I really love, you know, like she goes and she goes to Coruscant and she hates being in Coruscant and stuff. She's like, uh, it's too prissy and fancy for me. She meets like, a one of the Graf family, which is another, I believe it's Xylan Graf. He's the, uh, the Grafs are like the rival family to the Santecas. Like they're, they're another f- family that's doing the hyperspace lane. Okay. mapping and stuff trying to figure shit out um and he like gives her all this like fancy wine and stuff and, she, and she's like can i have a fucking beer you know like uh that's that's the type of chick sylvester yaro is which uh i really really dig i think she's a fun character i think she's really cool uh and uh just can't wait for more of her i'm i'm praying on a jordana sparkburn and sylvester yaro comic that would be just so cool if it could be written by Justina Ireland and Tessa Gratton, that'd be that'd be preferred. But uh, you know, one can wish. But uh, yeah, Sylvester Yaro, really, really cool character. One that I really hope to see more of in the future because mm. she's only been in one book. It was uh, Out of the Shadows. That was the only book she was in. Um, mm. Man, and I really don't. Know. This is the part of this like that they have to even deal with hyperspace. Like it's all this like early goings of like before all of the stuff i know even is a thing you know so i'm like i don't know it's just i don't know any of these characters but it is really cool like just trying to put myself in the mind of this era and like Mm. that shipping like i don't know that's nuts that they even had to be established in the you know i just that's just how they go around yeah that's just how they go around but no they had i don't know there were people that had to figure that stuff out Mm -hmm. um but okay um, I guess, oh, we're breaking 80 now, I guess, um, or just not breaking 80, but to finish off the 80s, um, I'm going back to Obi-Wan, um, and I, did I have her last time? I don't know, or no, she, w- Obi-Wan wasn't even out yet, right, when we did no. this last time? No, so she wouldn't have been on here, um, but this is where I have Reva, um, ah. right here, and, uh, I don't, I think... I didn't really appreciate her character at first, um, and then I, I don't know, it was just, I don't know, I didn't really, I think maybe I was just focused on the other parts of the show, um, I didn't hate her or anything, like, a lot of people did, you know, like, um, like, I don't know, a lot of people just have gripes about 
another person surviving the temple, like, oh, like, whatever, but, like, I don't know. Like, her her story is cool nonetheless. She survived Order 66, she barely got out of there, and she became an Inquisitor. Like, it, like the basis of her storyline is so cool, if you just look at it. Mm. Like, a survived Jedi of Order 66 working directly under Darth Vader trying to get to the top, you know, like, like, oh, like, I don't know. It's just an incredible storyline that we got to see in a show. I don't know. That was, that also had Obi-Wan and Hayden Christensen and a lot of other things that we were focusing on, you know, but like, Reva's storyline, I think, was a little underrated um, out, coming out of that show. Um, Tend to agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess... I don't know, it's kind of still, a, you know, more of a side character, you know, to me overall. Like, she is still, I guess, 80 on, on my list total. But, like, that's the thing, is that, like, this list, I like, I feel like everyone that's on this list, I li- like, I like. And I actually have some reason for liking them. Like, last time I was kind of getting to people just just cuz near the end but 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 now it's like i don't know it was really really hard to limit some people out but now i don't know it's getting into cuz i guess i'm i'm nearing my droid section so these are people that were like just almost there where i like really really care like i'm starting to care about them i guess um mm. and reva reva's very very close to that um, Reva's dope. I think, uh, and this will be one that actually comes up in this episode. Not not too long before we get to before we get yeah. to Reva for me as well. But uh, you got me all excited again. You said uh, mm. going to Obi Wan Kenobi, and mm. I got an Obi Wan Kenobi character who we last saw in Obi Wan Kenobi here in uh, Bria Organa at eighty. Oh, okay. Leia's adoptive yeah, yeah. mother. Um, nice little pairing with my seventy nine. Um, as my 79 is bail. I'll go ahead and spoil that. Uh, the parents, the parents of Leia Organa, I absolutely adore them and getting to see them together on screen and Obi-Wan Kenobi raising a little Leia was fucking precious. I'll Mm. always, I'll always cherish that. Um, but the, what I always think of when I think of Bria and Bail Organa, not only the last shot in revenge of the Sith with them withholding Leia and, you know, looking out over the Alderanian mountains and cityscape and stuff. That was awesome. But uh, the book, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, the way they helped found the Rebellion or their faction of the Rebellion, so fucking cool. You know, like, Bria's mm. the queen of Alderaan. You know, like, uh, so she can't be... Bale can't be found out because he's a senator within the Empire but Bria can't be found out Dang. because she runs a planet. Wow. And, if she, and that planet gets fucked in the end because of it, you know, uh, just, wow. just an outstanding, so even... an outstanding yeah. duo. Great on their feet. Quick thinking, fast talking, wonderful couple and great role models for Leia. And, uh, just absolutely love them. So I had I had to get Bale and Bria in here, and they're at seventy nine and eighty respectively. Wow, that's that's awesome. They they just edged out the droid the droid cut for me. Uh, so they won't be in this episode, but uh, but they're they're very close together for me as well. Uh, they're paired together. Um, whenever they you know they will come up. But um, I really only had Bria just for seen what Leia's mother was like and what she learned from her mother, you know, like, from mm. her mom. 
Uh, like, it's just something that I never got to see before, and seeing how Leia was raised was super cool. Like, right. just in in also just enhances Leia so much. Like, I, I feel like Leia's not focused on, uh, e- like, at all when, like, people are just talking about Star Wars. Like, it's, I don't know, it's Luke and Leia. Like, it's, I don't know, it's like, it's them. Like, it, Leia might not be the one with the sword and doing the flashy fights, but she's doing the fighting everywhere else. Um, right. So, like, I don't know. Um, seeing how she came up and seeing her values and stuff was, was really cool. But, uh, but yeah, I guess they barely made the droid cut for me. So, we'll, we'll be next episode. But, but, uh, so is that your, that was your, that was my 79 and 80. And 80. Okay. So now, yeah, I haven't said my 79. That's right. Um, my 79, I'm going back to Mando here. Um, we've talked about him a little bit. Um, but this is where I have grief carga. Um, hey. Apollo Creed is that is that Apollo Creed? You know, yeah. uh, it was a another one of those you know moments in Mando. But now look at him; it's just uh, an established character that we want to come back, and that is you know just a character for the show now. I don't know; we don't really see him as like a cameo anymore, and like he's directing episodes um, and stuff like that, which is I don't know. Just just really sick, and his character himself is really cool. Uh, the leader of, you know, the guild at first, and then now he's High Magistrate. Um, did I say it right, or did I forget a word? Yeah, High Magistrate. You got it right. What Did he not add one before that? Or was it just Magistrate, and he's like, It was magistrate, magistrate, and then he and bumped then it added, up to High right. Magistrate. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, lo- I love the story so far, and what he's done with Navarro. Like, I mean... It's Navarro's really cool. They got to rebuild a little bit now, but uh, it was it was popping. I don't know. It was looking looking really good, and uh, you know maybe he he splurged a little bit on himself, and maybe you know he's a little I don't know. Still, I don't know. I guess he worked for it though. He really came from the bottom, and and now you know he's running that planet. I guess yeah, he's on the come up. Um. So so I don't know. I want to see. Navarro remain that independent, you know, kind of in that independent sect with Mandalore and uh, Plazier Fifteen. Like, I, yeah. I just want this independent, apart from the new, you know. Hopefully, all these planets don't just go away. And like, uh, I don't know with what happens with I don't know the next right. stories and stuff. But uh, well, this but is yeah. one where we were damn close. Uh, uh, Seventy eight is where I have Grief Karga. So he was right there. Um, Absolutely adore Grief Karga. I think he's a wonderful character, and he's one of those, you know, we were talking on the Patreon a couple weeks ago, is what I'm going to go ahead and call it, um, uh, about the the original trilogy and, like, the -the over-the-top acting style they kind of used, this, like, serial-style 40s acting. I think Carl Weathers implements that like perfectly as grief carga he feels very very original trilogy ask anytime he's on screen and uh i absolutely love the dude and uh especially after this season of the mandalorian you know uh the whole uh you may not have a home planet but now you have a home i was like this dude's fucking awesome i love this guy him getting Uh, up on the on the rocks out there you know stand like just they're taking his people outside Navarro, and they're like, mm. he's like, yeah, this is a good spot. I have a platform for me to stand on and make my speech. Right. Citizens of Navarro, uh, you know, I, I don't know. He's awesome. I love, love him. So I don't know. It's yeah, cool he was that at my seventy-eight. So yeah. okay. Um, oh, my seventy-eight. Um, this is where I have Shmi. 
Um, ah. Annie's mother, and I think I did. I have her. Maybe she was one that didn't quite make the list last time. I think actually, um, but that I wanted to include. And I was just watching, rewatching uh, *Phantom Menace* and *Attack of the Clones*, and like her performance isn't really that great, you know, necessarily. Like it's kind of I don't know, but like the lessons that she teaches Anakin, like uh, you know, right before she, like I don't know, it's just. Um, Anakin, like, realizing, like, oh my god, I, I get to go off on this starship and become a Jedi, and then he doesn't quite realize yet that he has to leave his mom behind, mm-hmm. and then he's running off, and then he makes that realization, he's like, wait, wait but Shmi, like, Shmi knew right away, you know, yeah. she's like, but she's so happy that, like, her son gets to go off, and, like, um, and everything, so. He gets to escape that mm-hmm. life, you know, she never wanted her son to be a slave, and Mm-mm. he gets to, he gets to elevate beyond that, get out of that lifestyle, and, uh, she couldn't be more happy for him. Yeah, this is one that shamefully I forgot about. This is one that probably would have made my top 100, but now it is too late to implement. Um, well, that, that's the thing is that sadly she's forgettable because it's it's really only at you know the Phantom Menace at the very beginning, you know, of, of Anakin's story, and then they leave completely, and then the only time you get her is when you come back and Anakin kills everybody. So you're you're very distracted by what's going on on screen whenever she right. meets you know, there. So, but I, I just well, think it's more one of, of my, one of my favorite little tidbits about Shmi, and I brought this up before, but in the attack of the clones novelization, it kind of illuminates for us why, uh, Owen Lars would be willing to take care of Luke. Um, mm. and it's not because it was his stepbrother son. It's because it was his stepmom's grandson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loved Shmi. With yeah. all his heart. Like, he didn't, he didn't view her, he, he viewed her as his mother. So, like, when she came into his life and took care of him, when he heard Luke needed taken care of, it was because of Shmi he was willing to take on that burden and take on that life now. Um, which is super cool. Like, uh, love, love me some Shmi. And, sh- you know, the whole, I wish, like, she could have delivered the line, but it's like Anakin delivering the line that's like, that she said previously, you know, you always say the biggest problem in the galaxy is mm. nobody ever helps each other. You know, like, uh, like we know that the biggest problem in the galaxy is that people never help each other is a quote from Shmi apparently, but Anakin said it. So it's like, you know, like there's a, there's a balance there, but, uh, nevertheless, I, uh, I love that character and I love the way that that line is like pulled through in the rise of Skywalker, mm. you know, like, uh, biggest problem in the universe is that nobody ever helps each other. And then, they don't have a navy. It's not a navy, sir. It's just people, mm-hmm. and they all just showed up to fight the first order. Like that's so fucking cool, you know. Like they, like it's Man. wonderful. I absolutely adore it. Man, and who? I don't know how it happened. You know, I don't know how she got pregnant. I don't know. You know, was it just force baby Palpatine? I don't know, but she, she got you know dealt a pretty shitty hand and uh still found all the positive light through it to you know te- teach her son everything she needed to teach her or teach him so um man yeah hard life but but badass character nonetheless that's for sure yeah, yeah no, had, super, had to have her here super cool lady super cool lady love that choice um I will go for a super cool lady as well with my 77. And I misspoke earlier when I said Rava would be later on in this episode. Uh, I forgot that we're going to 76, not 75. So a little spoiler Uh. for the beginning of next week. Uh, (laughs) But at 77, this is where I have Hera 
portrayed by Amelia Clark in the movie Solo. Uh, oh no! Did you kind of forget about Solo as a whole? Oh no! Yeah, I get. Well, I guess I have K two. So that's Rogue well, One, though. I mean, not K two. Uh, maybe that's the other droid that you don't have. L three. L three. Um, yeah. Would be the yeah, not K two, but L three. That's the other droid. So I didn't, I guess, forget it. But maybe. Oh yeah, Kier. I I don't know. I guess out of the movie, I always kind of sadly forget about Kira's character. Kira's dope. I love Kira. Kira. Yeah, that's, uh, Kira is dope, man. She deserves to be on here for sure. She's about to get a novel it. here soon. She's uh she's got a bunch of comic book series out. Like it's a she's a really really established character in the ancillary material, which is really really cool. And uh, the brief stint we spend with her in Solo, also a pretty badass character. I'm praying that we can get Amelia Clark back in that role before long uh but yeah like you said not much not much to go on about her mm-hmm. i think she's an uber badass her training with maul to fight like that's fucking cool she's a badass there's a there's a panel in a comic where she actually fights darth vader which is Yo. like she comes out of that yeah <laughs> okay somehow um... Okay, um, more respect, Kira. Respect, and it um, matches a it matches panel for panel perfectly with a shot of Obi Wan Kenobi fighting Maul in the Phantom Menace, like the the drawing of it. So it's like Obi Wan trained Anakin, dang. who became Vader. Maul trained Kira, who's fighting Vader in this dang. moment. Like, okay. super wow. cool. Yeah, like Vader never uses the Force or anything in that sequence, or else it might have gone a little differently. Um, hmm. <laughs> She had a little bit of plot armor around her at that point. I have yeah, to say man. so myself. Uh, but mean, she is a badass. Uh, she is a badass. And uh, Kira, just love her. Just love her. Yeah. Well, my my last two kind of go together. Um, right, it go does ahead. round off, you know, the list. I don't know. I had Shmi, um, and the last two is is Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Uh, but I do Beautiful. put Aunt Beru above Uncle Owen. Um, As you should. Uh, yeah, because I don't know Aunt. Whenever she she like that little hidden compartment with the guns and like and like it just made more sense you know Ooh, like badass bro uh, yeah but uh, I don't know I had like Shmi Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru kind of all here at the end of the list um just kind of making it you know just the the people who took care of of our of our main characters um at the beginning um and yeah I guess there's there's not a whole lot you know on them but in uh, in Obi Wan it was cool. To, to see them, you know, again and get more backstory on them. Um, because with just the movies, I mean, you really don't really think about about them a whole lot, you know, at all. But, but no, nah, they get fried to a crisp and then Luke doesn't even really think about yeah, them. So it's like, yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was nice to see him in Obi-Wan and actually give them some character traits and make Amparu a badass. Um, you know, see, see. I guess maybe Luke got his whininess from from Uncle Owen a little bit, possibly. A little bit, um, but yeah. But uh, I guess that that does round off my list. I guess that is at at seven seventy seven and seventy six. But uh, cool. But yeah, cool. Yeah, to round out this episode for me, this is where I have Yaddle. Um, love me, love me some Yaddle. I think that's uh, where the Tales of the Jedi uh, increased how much I enjoy her character. Recently, there was a book in the High Republic that just came out a couple weeks ago called uh, Cataclysm that uh, she is a much larger character of 
than any other High Republic novel. And it's uh, it was just so cool to see because there's this little sequence where her and Yoda actively work together through the Force to get something done that you just don't see, like, ever. Like, those two in the of the same species working together to accomplish something was just super, super cool to to read and uh yaddle she's a she's a teacher she's really cool she takes care of a of a youngling throughout that book and Mm. uh just a wonderful wonderful powerful character and uh you know a year ago this this character was far from my top 100 and this year she's she's here Mm. um love me some yaddle love me some yaddle so she rounded my list out at 76 here for the first part that is good. I don't know. I'm glad. I guess the people that were kind of down here um, on my like now I'm getting into my droid. So like this was kind of just the the below the droid, and I don't want to see make it seem that I, I think of these people as lower than droids um, necessarily. But it's just kind of side characters that I haven't really been able to connect a whole lot with. But I recognize that they're still cool and badass mm. in their own right. Right. Um, and Yaddle's was definitely on there and, and tail, yeah, tales of the Jedi really helped that, um, for me, but I don't know. I would, I don't know. She, she seems pretty crude. Like, I, I don't know. I love just the theory of their species being the Jedi and that how they only, you know, come every now and then and she's just the one on the line. I don't know. I hope we get just some, I don't know, more Yoda and Yaddle somehow through Goku. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I know it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I don't know. More any more a little, little brief history of the species would be nice. Um Yeah. Some yeah. Uh, we know nothing about like how they're born, how they we don't do know they have name. partners? We do don't they, know their you know, home like, planet. Yeah, like I don't Yoda never had they're they're all Jedi, so like they're against having partners, but like how do they reproduce is are they the only ones? Are there is right. there another planet of them out there? We don't know. Um but yeah, we need. I don't know. Hopefully, I don't know. Maybe through Yaddle or maybe more Tales of the Jedi episodes. I don't know. Who know? Well, she did. I don't know. Kind of. Die. She died. But there's. She's been. A, I don't know. She's like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. Right? Five. She could four, pop up in the acolyte. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It is an actual English speaking. Uh, someone from that species. I don't like. I don't know what to... to I doesn't do the whole... Mm. Yeah, for whatever reason. Um, and I don't know, it's it's gotten people to, like, think of how Grogu's gonna talk, you know. Is Grogu gonna div- just talk normally? Like, I guess he talked like his parents, so, like, I don't know, do you think he talks... Try to, to mimic Din as much as he can, or is he just gonna talk normal or not at all? In... in What, what, what do people say Yoda speaks in? In... Riddles. Uh, riddles. Yeah, I don't know why I was. I don't know why I was thinking a different. Yeah, no, but... I think he'll speak like Din. Like he'll he'll speak <laughs> how he's learned to speak. You know, it's it's yeah. interesting that uh, you know the idea that Yoda grew up in a different time and therein, like they spoke like that at the time, so he speaks like that. Like uh, I think that's a think <laughs> Yoda. A fun idea. Yeah, he could just be that old. Um, and he is. I guess he is that old. He is. Um, he is pretty old. But... I mean, Maz Kanata doesn't talk like that though. So who knows? That's true. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, but uh, he needs to seem wise. Um, yeah, it just it just gives him a little bit more of a wizened energy. But uh, yeah, Yaddle, you know, she could be, you know, tells the Jedi it was about Dooku, uh, that arc. Mm-hmm. You know, they could do a three episode arc about Yaddle. Yeah. Um. Nice little, nice little brief touching point, touch point in there. But uh, 
Yeah, I think with that, we will conclude the first part of the new top 100 here on the Penny Bloom podcast for Star Wars characters. I'm going to run down my 76 through 100 here real quick, and then after that, Joe can go ahead and rattle off his. At 76, I had Yaddle, 77, Kira, 78, Grief Karga, 79, Bail Organa, 80, Bria Organa, 81, Silvestri Yaro, 82, K2SO, 83, Chopper, 84, C3PO, 85, BB-8, 86, Zebarelios, 87, Cobb Vanth, 88, Fee Genoa, 89, Queel, 90, Orson Krennic, 91, Ronin, 92, Wrecker, 93, Grand Admiral Thrawn, 94, oh. Jordana Sparkburn, 95, Affy Hollow, 96, Pelimoto, 97, Emperor Palpatine, 98, oh. Kelleran Beck, 99, Ram Jamaran, and 100, Black Chrysanthemum. Oh, it still hurt hearing them that low, but it's okay. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'm not actually mad. Um, but starting at my uh, <laughs> at 76, I got Aunt Baru, 77, Uncle Owen, 78, Shmi, 79, Grief Karga, 80, Reva, 81, Dr. Hemlock, 82, The Armorer, 83, Paz Vizla, 84, Migs Mayfeld, 85, Maz Kanata, 86, Cobb Vanth, 87, Pelimoto, 88, Partigas. Is it General Partigas? I don't know what his title is. I just have him as Partigas. Major, Major yeah. Partigas. Yeah, Major Partigas. And then Deidre, I guess, what's her title? I don't know. Uh, just Deidre. Agent. Agent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agent Deidre at 89. Um, I got Bendu at 90. 91, Plo Koon. 92, Yaddle. 93, Nalase. 94, Tala Dirith? Yeah, Dirith. Um, 95, Asajj Ventress. 96, Hondo Onaka. 97, The Narrator, or Tom Kane, or... Um, Admiral Yalaran. Yes, you do, you do it far better than I. Um, Admiral Yalaran! 98, Dexter Jetster. 99, The Duchess um, of Plazier 15, or Lizzo, and... 100 captain bombardier or jack black love it i love it so in this episode we had four that that didn't line up necessarily but were mm. repeated within the episode itself if i remember correctly and yaddle grief carga cob vanth and pelimoto um, mm -hmm. yeah so it'll be interesting to see how many line up within the the chunks we give um if i had to guess though a few of the ones i listed Three, four, five, six, seven. By my calculation, will be stuff you say later on, at the very mm -hmm. least. Yeah. Um, three, four, at five, minimum six, seven. Yep, and seven, eight, nine. I believe ten actually that I have bolded on mine that I think I will say later. Oh, okay, um, cool, cool. So I, and I'll I'll get to them later. I'm just guessing, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm yeah. like. Oh, this one's got to be there. This one's got to be there. So we'll we'll see. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it was a good first part, and I can't wait for part two, three, four, and probably five because this went way longer than our first part one did last year. Um, Indeed, by a good hour. So <laughs> you could probably expect this to be in a few more parts than last year's was. Uh, mm -hmm. 
With that, I think we will conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. If you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you find over 50 hours of exclusive Star Wars content. Not exclusive Star Wars content, but a lot of Star Wars content. Talk about that for most of the stuff over there. Um, comic books, movies, just general discussion. Uh, all sorts of stuff over there. Book reviews. Um, that can all be found over there. Patreon.com slash pennybloompod. For $3 a month, you can support the podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money, and I don't make any off of it unless it is over there. Uh, if you would, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you might be listening. We are currently re-watching Game of Thrones and our Winter is Blooming mm -hmm. podcast, so please go check that out. Uh, we are also doing a comic book movie journey through film, and uh, we will continue that this Friday. Don't know exactly when I'll put this out, but uh, something's coming out this Friday, and it's a comic book movie, so you're going to have to check that out. Um, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom, and may the Force be with you.